The Xbox showcase expectations are heating up in the wake of some tweets from Aaron Greenberg as he responds to people asking questions on Twitter. People are combing over images, looking at his Instagram, looking at videos and analyzing. Are there hints? Are there clues about just what will be at the showcase? I previously stated after the PlayStation showcase that Xbox could really leverage the vacancies in that showcase and drive home things to make their event stand out. A few tweets from Aaron Greenberg seem to indicate that Xbox plans to do just that, really set themselves apart, do the things that PlayStation didn't do, and I want to walk through all the games that I think will be there, I'm going to shoot down some games that I do not think will be present, will we get any updates on Game Pass, so I put all that information right here at the beginning of the video, so you don't have to go searching for it, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content, I discuss it with the live stream after I go through the opening monologue. The Xbox showcase is almost here and expectations continue to rise with hints and comments landing all over Twitter. Some remarks seem to be in the lane that I said Xbox should take the showcase into, stressing things that maybe were absent from the PlayStation showcase. Really make it clear that you are showing gameplay. Really make it clear that you have a lot of first party exclusives. And I think my speculation about what will be there and what is releasing this year, there are some things that are getting a tad out of reach when I'm seeing people sort of guessing what they think will be at the showcase. So first, I want to talk about what is being said, what is setting the stage. Aaron Greenberg tweets, we had some comments from Phil Spencer in the kind of funny interview that I think do hold some weight within this discussion with respect to what we might see at this showcase. Second, I really want to think about, you know, the updates that we've had from all of the studios. I walked through all that in a previous stream about, you know, Xbox can win, and I don't want to retread that. I just want to very quickly go through a quick fire list of all the games that I think will be there, what we can expect in light of Aaron Greenberg's comments, and then what do I think will not be at the showcase. I'm going to shoot down three games in particular that I don't think will have a presence. Lastly, I actually think this will be a very strong showcase for Xbox. I they've, They sort of have been waiting, I think, to kind of have their comeback moment, especially after last year, really not landing where they wanted, not just the showcase, but the game delivery and the cadence. Now, keep in mind, we will be co-streaming the Xbox showcase on Reforge Gaming. That's my live streaming channel. If you're watching this live, you're awesome. If you're watching the re-upload on Rundown, you're the best. Make sure you're subscribed to Reforge Gaming to watch those things together. All the Summer Game Fest festivity so first up setting the stage okay at one level I think Aaron Greenberg is excited about the showcase but I do think some of his messaging was a little mixed okay because he did say the following he said seven days until our first ever double feature roughly two hours of non-stop games 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 and Starfield so it's obviously exciting. Everybody, you know, wants a showcase to do very well. I know there's people who cheer for showcases to do poorly. I want all the showcases to be awesome. They're fun to cover when they're exciting and not when they're disappointing. It's fun to have games to look forward to. It's fun to have games to talk about and to play. And I think the longer we wait sometimes for announcements and things to happen, the expectations can start to sort of get even higher. He did start replying to this tweet, though, talking about things that you could expect. And 
and I could definitely tell he had PlayStation in mind with some of his responses. The first question he answered was sort of highlighting what we can expect from the trailers. One of the main criticisms of the PlayStation Showcase was the first party showing was very lacking, and then three of the four first party trailers were just CGI announcements. I have spoken out against this. I've said, listen, I don't think a showcase is the time for that. I'm okay with CGI announcements if they're in smaller amounts, or really, I think they're better served to happen before the showcase, because the showcase is supposed to show stuff, right? So he said the following, none of our first party games in the show are full CG trailers. Everything is either in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game footage with some cinematics. Each of our trailers will be labeled, so it is hopefully clear for fans so at one level i like the energy here i love the pushback of being like we're not going to do cg trailers i don't really mind them i think you can have some i think there might even be one or two in the xbox showcase maybe they won't be first party according to him but we need to be careful here he did say in game footage but then he said in engine footage in-engine footage can basically be a cinematic, okay? We're, we, we don't need to shift goalposts here and play trickery. There are plenty of in-engine trailers out there that don't show any gameplay. There are even cinematics and cutscenes that are in-engine these days. So that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get a bunch of raw gameplay, okay? And to be fair... If you go back to 2021, there were a ton of announcements from Xbox, and guess what? They're all CG trailers. They had showcases with lots of CG trailers. Now, I know people are saying, oh, well, everybody was criticizing Xbox for that, so now, you know, PlayStation's getting its turn. I fully accept that, but we have to play fair here. If you're going to be showing in-engine footage, in-engine footage can very much be very close to just being a cinematic and not really being uh, an example or raw gameplay of what you're going to experience when you play the game. Now, there were two separate times he responded to questions about TV or movie trailers. Now, there was criticism about the Gran Turismo trailer at the PlayStation Showcase. I continue to think that some of us have just gone full. We don't understand marketing budgets. We don't understand the global reach that Sony has. We don't understand the fact that these companies want to be in more media avenues, especially after the success of The Last of Us TV show. And Who do you think they're going to market a Gran Turismo movie to? Well, the people that play the game, maybe. It's a globally very popular game. If they were doing a Forza movie, I would expect to see a trailer for that. But he says no. He says, quote, Can confirm there will be no movie or TV show trailers in our game's show. Well, first and foremost, after the embarrassment of the Halo TV show, I wouldn't want to show it either. I mean, let's be honest. If we're going to really compare performance here, being like, oh, yeah, we're going to peacock here. We're not going to show any TV or movie trailers. Listen, if Halo would have done really, really well and you were on the cusp of season two, it would be there. Let's let's not be stupid about this. Lots of money is spent on these shows and movies. Lots of money is spent on the marketing. And a huge portion of the audience that would be interested in the movies or the TV shows are watching these showcases. It doesn't really cause you physical pain to watch a trailer for a show based on a game on the system that you're interested in right so i don't expect this from xbox i actually think if you look at the last of a show 
it was celebrated as an announcement and now all of a sudden we're turning sour on TV shows and movies in these showcases I don't really understand that there was a direct impact of The Last of Us on sales they said in a recent report that like every single episode increased sales of the game and Sony's going to look at that and say let's keep doing that there's a Ghost of Tsushima movie there's a Gran Turismo movie there's a God of War and there's a Horizon TV show if you think trailers for these shows and movies aren't going to be at these showcases there's only one way to say this you're stupid (laughs) like they're going to be there they're spending big money and i think honestly bragging about no tv show or movie trailers at your showcase it really isn't the brag that people think it is i know on the like twitter warfare it might win you some points some high fives aaron greenberg was literally using the hashtag hold the line not going to really comment on how that looks but i think this sort of furthers how small Xbox's market reach is. Like, you don't have successful franchises outside of games. I mean, you don't even have that successful of franchises within games. Halo Infinite's not doing very well, and the show didn't do very well. It did not get good reviews. It did not get good praise from the community. So, I don't think this is the brag that I would draw attention to. Like, yeah, man, no TV shows and movies for our brands, especially in light and in the wake of the success of The Last of Us TV show. It's likely to win awards when the award season comes around. Now, he had something interesting to say after he told somebody to bring an extra pair of of underwear someone told him they said i recommend posting the famous temper expectations tweet some podcasts have mentioned crazy expectations for the showcase i think many people are worried that xbox fans and the xbox podcast are going to suffer the same fate that sony fans did we all thought sony was going to drop bombs it's like they've been quiet for a really long time there's so much they could talk about they said they felt bullish they felt confident like there was a lot going into the showcase that made it seem like it was going to be amazing there was even xbox pundits outlets and podcasters that were like this is probably going to be a pretty big showcase everybody was anticipating something fairly large and so people are saying listen you might want to temper expectations aaron greenberg like you know (laughs) people are getting a little out of control in their predictions he responded by saying quote no plans to tease temper or spoil anything love seeing all the wild expectations my advice is to just come in open-minded and enjoy the ride appreciate the years of hard work so many teams have put their heart and soul into for you all this doesn't quite read as a temper or excitement he's just like hey just show up and enjoy the show so it doesn't sound like he wants to temper expectations but the line about having an open mind i mean that could go one of two ways that could be like hey we've got some really unexpected things keep an open mind or it could be like eh, keep an open mind it's not going to be quite what you were hoping for i'm not really sure what he meant by keep an open mind i'm not going to read too much into it but that was sort of his response to somebody saying yeah you need to temper expectations he's like i'm not going to then a picture surfaced of Aaron Greenberg with Major Nelson in what looked like a hint for Fable. Everybody thinks Fable's going to be there. Now, some of that's because Xbox tweeted their infamous video of the glitter trail leading to the showcase, and everyone's like, they used glitter trails in Fable. The music was apparently a pretty big hint as well, and this tweet was like, hey, hey, look, look, we got Aaron Greenberg, and we got Major Nelson, and there's this thing behind them. It's a fa- It looks like a Fable setup. It kind of looked like a Fable booth. Now, Colt Eastwood pointed out, he's like, no, 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 that's a restaurant 
in the Microsoft office. This is not a hint. This is not some, you know, booth set up at some conference. And Greenberg replied and said, correct. And I've not teased anything. Prefer for our fans to be surprised when they watch live. But it does feel like right now, if I sneeze, someone will say X game confirmed. Love you. Uh, Love you all in the passion. Keep it coming. Okay, so... At one level, you could just read this and he could be specifically talking about himself, being like, I've not teased anything, okay? Because the Xbox Twitter account video very much teased Fable. So I'm not really sure why he bothered to comment on this. If Fable is going to be there, he could have just left this be. It could be a false clue to the true treasure, right? Like, this could be a clue that wasn't meant to be a clue. If Fable's going to be there... I wouldn't have responded to this if I was him, but I think maybe he just wanted to put a stop to it. Like, listen, stop combing over my images. Stop combing over my Instagram. I'm not dropping hints. I'm not dropping clues because, you know, maybe he just didn't want people to start going even more crazier than they were looking at, you know, Instagram images. (laughs) Phil Spencer's comments during the Kind of Funny interview was the next thing I really wanted to make sure and highlight. He said, the other thing that gets me really excited is when I look over the next quarters, which has always been my focus. How do we get big games out every quarter at quality? That things, those things are lining up finally after some of the slowdown. And he really stressed finally. You could tell he was a little uh, irritated, a little exasperated. Now, he said this after he said he was really enthusiastic about the showcase. So, I'm not trying to connect any dots here. I'm not trying to read tea leaves, but he goes from talking about how he's super enthusiastic about the showcase to saying, we're finally at a place where we can land that big game at quality every quarter. So I hope he's got the finger on the pulse of all these games and it doesn't turn into another Redfall where they were like hands off and weren't paying attention to it. So I expect games to be announced with short windows and hard release dates. So in light of all of that, Greenberg sets the stage. Phil Spencer saying we're about we're we're right there. We're finally there. We're going to deliver games at a great cadence. What do I think we will see at the showcase? Now, before I list the games, I would like to see gameplay on the Series X. I know I'm probably not going to get that wish. I reacted to a Doc Dark video. He talked about the showcases versus each other. If you've not seen that video, it's a great video. I give him some grief. He recently restated some of his wishes. Like, I think one of the things he said was, oh, I want release dates. But then he says he only wants to see games coming this year. And I'm like, man, you're really making it hard on them. I don't think the release windows are going to be that small. But one of the things he said in his video was, I want to see gameplay on the Series X. And I agree with him. He's a friend of the show. I mean, he's a, he's a really nice guy. And I was like, you know what? I agree with you. But I don't think we're going to get that. I don't think they're going to draw attention to the Series X and the Series X performance. The Series S has outsold it. It doesn't make for great optics to tell, you know, all these people in the audience viewing it digitally that, hey, look at all this great performance on the Series X. Just this week, if you've seen the Street Fighter VI breakdown, the Series S just continues to look like just not a very strong system. And the revisionist history from people who are attempting to cast that thing thing is like a baseline experience that thing was marketed as a next gen console it was marketed as being like the the 1440 box and the series x was like the 4k box that's not what you get when you buy the series s it's barely getting performance above the xbox one x in some breakdowns so i don't think we're gonna see a focus on series x power 
I'll talk more about that in a moment. I think that's going to make something... That's going to be hard, I think, on the showcase at some level. But if they can drive home gameplay, they can have a great showcase. So let's talk about it, right? Who's going to be there? First up, Avowed Gameplay. This is probably one of the safest, I think, and most likely predictions. Lots of signs pointed to a late 2022 or an early 2023 release. So... I think Microsoft pushed a lot of things down the road. They want to build that momentum. I think Phil Spencer's really big on that. He's like, listen, we need games every quarter at quality. So if we have to shuffle some things in order to ramp up and have that momentum, then let's do it. Avowed is likely one of those games. So I think that's at the top of virtually every prediction list I've seen. Anybody doing predictions about what will be at the showcase? They, they go with Avowed almost every time that's at the top of the list. Now, the next game is a little personal for me. My all-time favorite game is Hellblade. I believe Hellblade 2 will be there. I believe Hellblade 2 gameplay will be there. I think this is another really safe bet. They've drawn a lot of attention to it. It's been it's been sort of present in some of the some of the marketing recently from Xbox, not for the showcase, just in their marketing. Uh, pretty iconic character in Senua and I think people are really looking forward to this it was recently showcased you know some of the unreal stuff at at one of those conferences where they're like talking about the unreal 5 engine I'm going to continue to push back against this game releasing in 2023 it wasn't in full production in the middle of 2021 according to the CEO I do not think Hellblade 2 was built in two years or less than two years of full production they were doing motion capture in early 2023 uh, as late as like March or April we saw them tweeting about motion capture I just don't think so I don't think this game's coming in 2023 if it does in fact launch in 2023 if it's not ready I will 100% hold Microsoft responsible for that I will not hold Ninja Theory responsible for that I will assume that all the rumors about Microsoft wanting games to come out whether it's Redfall or Starfield I'll say that those leaks pretty much point to the reality. If if Hellblade comes out and is not ready, it will squarely land on Xbox's shoulders uh, as pushing it out before it was ready. Now, next up after Hellblade is Fable. Okay, given the hint from Xbox's Twitter account, if Fable isn't there, then they made a pretty significant marketing bumble. Okay, now will it be gameplay? I don't know. According to Aaron Greenberg, it could just be in-engine footage. Again, that's not necessarily gameplay. Somebody put together a really funny montage on Twitter and was like, in-game footage? Really? And it was nothing but cinematics that were all in-engine. Again, that's not that much different than a purely CGI trailer. It's not gameplay. Let's not mix our metaphors here let's not mix our terminologies in engine footage is not necessarily gameplay most of the time it's not when they say in engine footage they're usually panning and scanning and just combing through the world and showing you stuff and it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what we get from fable if we get actual raw gameplay it could really calm concerns there's a lot of people that have heard the rumors and think that fable is in trouble we've heard a recent batch of new ones that like the game's having a hard time now the next one I think originally I said I would have accepted a cinematic trailer of Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones might be there, okay? 
It was a surprise announcement back in 2021, and I think now would be a great time to just show a simple cinematic. I'm okay with cinematic trailers for certain things, certain brands. If it's super recognizable, right? If all of a sudden you told us you were making, you know, a, a Terminator game, right? You wouldn't necessarily need to show us gameplay. We'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, like imagine if id Software said they were making a Terminator game. You, that's all you'd need to see, and I'm okay with that sometimes. It's okay to do CGI announcements. They just can't be the majority of your announcements but again according to aaron greenberg if indiana jones is there there'll be some measure of in-engine footage or gameplay now this is a bethesda studio it is machine games so it is a first party studio so it would apply to what aaron greenberg said about all their first party showings so that's what i think we'll see now the next thing i'm going to say is in another video okay i did a video about summer game fest and what I think is going to be there for the kickoff with Jeff Keeley, and I thought that this might be a perfect fit for Jeff Keeley because it's not a new game, okay? The Gears of War collection. I think this could also be at the Xbox showcase. It could be there with Keeley. It could be here with Phil Spencer. It's also a really great candidate for a shadow drop. It's a perfect candidate for a shadow drop. So much value. You're not going to really try and drive sales for this because it's likely just going to land on Game Pass. So it's a it's a nice value bump for Game Pass. According to Special Nick, this thing exists. It is coming in my Summer Game Fest video. I outlined all the reasons why I think this thing is legitimate and it's coming. Now, they may want to hold off on the Gears collection until they're ready to start talking about Gears 6. That can kind of make a great dovetail for your marketing, right? You you get people excited about Gears, you kick out a Gears collection on Game Pass, you shadow drop it, everybody's really excited, and then you have your first gameplay trailer for Gears 6, which that's one of the more iconic franchises in the Microsoft catalog. So it would make for a really great pairing. But... I think the Gears collection might be there, and I also think, again, it's a wonderful candidate for that shadow drop. I think that's a good thing Xbox can leverage. That's something they have at their disposal with Game Pass that PlayStation really can't do most of the time. Now, we might see a Final Fantasy 16 demo shadow drop, but that's not quite the same as a full game or a collection just dropping and being available moment one. The next game that I think we might see something from is Contraband, and we I think it's time to see Contraband gameplay. This would be a first-party game. So according to Greenberg, it would be an engine footage or in-game footage or a combination of that with some cinematics. It was announced in 2021. It's being described as a co-op smuggler's adventure. It's from Avalanche Studios. It will utilize the next generation of the Apex engine. That's the engine used in the Just Cause games. And I'm I'm all about co-op games, so I'm excited to finally see some gameplay from this. It has been two years since the announcement trailer. It was purely CGI, as virtually all announcement trailers are most of the time so now xbox can really capitalize and say hey we got all of our cgi trailers out of the way let's show some gameplay now before i shoot down the three titles that i'm like these will not be here i just don't think so i do want to give you my last game state of the k3 very similarly had a cgi trailer in 2021 to announce it that was two years ago phil spencer mentioned the game in march of 2022 that's over a year ago he said he was really impressed with what he saw according to reports matt booty in september of 2022 confirmed that undead labs was working along with the coalition making 
making the game in Unreal 5, collaborating to bring some of the Gears of War tech into the game. So this could be why Phil Spencer said they're finally able to hit the cadence that they want. Games announced two years ago could be one or two years away and they could start dropping those release windows. Now, that window would allow them, I think, to have some release dates. And Xbox, though, may be gun-shy to have release dates if those release dates are not close and if they're not locked in. It'll be interesting to see how many of these games show up and how many have hard dates. But what won't be there? What's, What's not getting to dance on the dance floor? First, Halo Infinite. I do not think Halo Infinite will be there. Season 4 Infection is starting June 20th. And they just announced all of it in a blog post. They could have held that under their hat for another week if they wanted to include it in the showcase. Like I said, it's coming June 20th, so... You know, talking about it on the 11th would have been great for marketing. So I think the fact that we're already seeing all that information, already seeing all those trailers and announcements, I don't think Halo Infinite will be there. The response to this season was mixed. Some people are excited to have new content. Others think the career ranking system should be retroactive. Uh, Given that this hits on June 20th, I could see a simple trailer spot for it. Just a Halo Infinite Season 4 trailer somewhere in the showcase. But that's probably it. I don't think this game, the state that it's in, I I really don't think its history means that it's worth bringing to the main stage. There's a lot of revisionist history about Halo Infinite. Oh, it was a great game. They just failed to deliver content. It wasn't a great game. It launched missing features. A lot of the reviews were giving it nines, but then when you read the reviews, they took issue with missing features, uh, a non-impactful open world, not that iterative or or evolutionary with respect to the gameplay. So it was a solid and and good game campaign but it was lacking features and then the multiplayer launched in a beta it was buggy it was messed up it was also missing features they have since scrapped features so i don't know why there is this revisionist history i've seen revisionist history about the xbox series s and now we're seeing it with halo infinite acting as if there were glory days for halo infinite or something I, i covered the game extensively for a month there were virtually no glory days to be had. The second game that will not be there, in my estimation, is Forza Motorsport. I actually think this is better suited for Summer Game Fest with Jeff Keighley. I covered that in my Summer Game Fest video. I said, let Keighley have it. Given Phil Spencer's attitude during the Kind of Funny interview, I can't see him wanting something on the stage that represents a broken promise from last year. And I would agree with him if that is his attitude. Look, I'm not walking out on stage to talk about something that was already in the developer direct it already had its moment during developer direct in January and it's supposed to be out already I'm not walking out and talking about that game like if I was Phil Spencer that's what I would say nope you had your time in January at the developer direct and you're supposed to be out already you don't get main stage treatment when that's what's going on with your game I think they hand it to Jeff Keighley the third game that I can confidently say will not be at this showcase is Perfect Dark, okay? According to reports, they lost their creative director, they lost their director. Estimates are that half of the staff is now gone. The game also was since rebooted. This allegedly all happened in 2021. According to LinkedIn, around 34 people left, so we're looking at a fairly small team. I wouldn't expect to see Perfect Dark at the showcase, and I really wouldn't expect to see Perfect Dark anytime soon. The last thing I will say, 
This has nothing to do with games. I would expect some big updates for Game Pass. They need to lay the groundwork now because I think they're going to have to increase the price of Game Pass later this year in 2023. I've continued to say that they can increase the value of Game Pass in conjunction with when that price increase comes. Everybody's having to raise their prices. And if you can increase the value, that would be a great way to make it seem like, yes, you're paying more, but you're getting more. I think game demos would be a great way to sort of shift away from people never buying games you would still get to try games listen to how people talk about game pass they always talk about trying games you can start to implement game demos that are only a part of game pass you could implement and do more better integration i think with id at xbox there's tons of indie games all the time coming out they could have their own section on game pass and again i think those would be better suited to be game demos to foster purchase of those games the really good standouts would likely be games that get bought and in the same vein of fostering an ecosystem of purchase i've continued to say give people on game pass a week of early access if they buy the game so you could buy the game with your discount because you get a discount with game pass and then you get in a week early i think that would work it's already working with people that want 72 hours or a couple of days early if they pre-order if they do the deluxe edition that's already working weave that into game pass make that a value of game pass and i think you'd see a big bump in people subscribing to game pass and probably a big bump in people paying for games since that's been a continued struggle on that platform because they don't really promote buying games they promote game pass after it's all said and done i think it's clear that microsoft and xbox can capitalize on the sony showcase aaron greenberg at the very least seems to be leaning into this aspect given how many cgi trailer announcements are now years behind xbox they can have a very strong showcase of mostly games and gameplay especially if they can combine that gameplay footage and the in-engine footage with hard release dates and much like phil spencer i hope they can finally nail their game cadence and make good on their promises so let me give you my thoughts and my conclusion. Aaron Greenberg, Aaron Greenberg, Aaron Greenberg, and Xbox are obviously setting the stage for a very strong showcase. At one level, they should be careful after last year, but also after the PlayStation Showcase, they should be careful. The internet squabbles over these two companies don't really represent the majority of the general public and the people watching these showcases. All you guys that fight on Twitter about these showcases. Yeah, kind of look silly in the grand scheme of the public, in the grand scheme of the market. Nobody's doing what you're doing, okay? It's important, I still think though, it is important to rebuild consumer confidence. It's good to rebuild the brand right now. They haven't been in the greatest spot, and the hardware sales are indicative of that. A big, big slowdown. Things don't look good for hardware distribution for Xbox this generation. To be honest, I'd actually rather have a weak showcase than one riddled with broken promises. Like, I was super disappointed in PlayStation Showcase, but I'd rather walk away from a showcase disappointed than spend 12 months watching all the promises not come true practically. So hopefully, Microsoft doesn't repeat last year's showcase. The second thing I want to say, with the big push for gameplay and release dates, that's what gamers want, Xbox has a tall order to fill. It's a lot, if you have a lot of trailers that are in-engine footage, That's barely a hop, skip, and a jump from CGI. You're not going to look so hot walking out and kind of peacocking about gameplay, and then you just show a bunch of in-engine footage that's not gameplay. Some cinematics are even done in-engine in games these days, so I hope they don't lean too heavily on that. The average viewer will still feel like they didn't see gameplay. 
okay? You can move and shift goalposts. Like, well, we showed you in-engine footage. It wasn't a cinematic or it wasn't CGI. Nobody's going to care if they didn't see actual raw gameplay. Somebody running around. I want to see the HUD. I want to see the UI. I want to see somebody playing. I don't want to see your in-engine camera swoops, okay? We all know you can make impressive vistas and have really nice graphics. That's that's a given these days, honestly. So we want to see the gameplay. It'll also be interesting how they couch gameplay, okay? Just this week, Street Fighter VI, the noticeable differences on the Series S are making headlines. The, the revisionist history about the Series S being a baseline model, being compared to the Switch and the Steam Deck, this is laughable. You can't revise history. Go back and read the marketing about the Series S. That console is not making good on its promises. It's barely a next-gen console. And everybody bragged about it and said, oh, there's it has more 120 FPS games than the PlayStation. And now Street Fighter 6 looks like Clay Fighter. It just doesn't look like a next-gen game. Blaming devs is hilarious, and it's just another fanboy trope rather than thoughtful analysis of what's going on. Here's my conclusion. Xbox is honestly still in a tough spot as a brand. They have a lot of great studios. They have really big property, but they have to develop all that property for a three-pronged ecosystem. You have the memory bottleneck Series S, you have a wide range of hardware on the PC, and the poor Series X neglected big brother, okay? Sure. Xbox can trot out a bunch of gameplay trailers. They really can. They can trot it out and really stand tall over and against Sony. But they can't focus on power or graphics or next-gen since most of their customers are on a Series S or a PC. The majority of PC owners don't have next-gen powerhouses, according to hardware reports on Steam, and the Series S clearly cannot be where you focus your next-gen power because it's barely hitting next-gen performance in virtually every game. This means they have to drive home the value of games and Game Pass and cannot focus on next-gen or performance. Game Pass, as a marketing focus going forward, may actually even need to shift. We don't know if they're going to start to deprioritize it, given that they say they plateaued in Game Pass subscriptions on the console. For now, the stage has been set by PlayStation, it's been set by fans, and it's been set by Xbox themselves. Let's just see if they can bring home the gold. And that is... The show opened. We show opened on cam number two. Hope you guys are having a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome in to another day here on Reforge Gaming. I want to know what your predictions are for this showcase. That was a long show open, so smash the like button. Give me some love. That helps the video get uh, started and spun up and more people in here. Let's drag the coffee into the frame. You guys are going to have to bring big, big numbers on the uh, on the membership as well. You guys must have gone crazy a month ago. We are down outside. We are no longer in the 3,000 members. We are at 2,900 members, so you're going to want to have a bounce back, and this is the week to have a bounce back. Your VIPs dipped a little bit as well. They are at 280. So that's a nice update on memberships. Always remember to support all of our sponsors. ReforgeRoast.com is us, not a sponsor. The t-shirts from 80s Tees and my glasses are from Gamer Advantage. You can use code LONO at those places. So I want to know what you guys think. What are we looking at? What are we looking at? I got a $5 super chat tip from somebody. I actually have $10 in super chats. If you guys super chat during the show open, I will not see it. So whoever did that first $5 super chat, thank you. But I didn't see it. 
James Carr with the first $5 super chat says, when we get another update on Lies of P, I believe Lies of P is slated for August, and I think they're going to be at one of the showcases. I, that game, I believe, is right around the corner. Yo, DK Baker. DK Baker gifting a member, and it goes to Derek. Starting the day off right every 25, I gift five. I believe as well, we have a coffee alert now. I believe we have a coffee alert. So you guys are starting off right, though. If we're going to get membership back up and running, five more gifted members coming in from my man Wired Rope, Phantom Phoenix, Gander Lad, Skylar, Cisco, and Carl. You guys all got one. And the Big O gifts one as well. This is how we do it here. We're going to get ourselves back up to good numbers. You guys are the best. Derek with the first shot today. Good shot. Yeah, we got him on the first gifted member shot. It's going to be a good day. Derek says, if you talk about Killer Instinct, please tell us the story of when we found the extra footage at the end of the Donkey Kong Country VHS and Nintendo sent it out. What a great memory. Yeah, Eugene still has that tape. We talked about that a while ago. It was awesome. It was awesome. They're like, hey, hey, get out of here. And they were showing, I think, was it, was it, was it, T-Hawk doing a... I think he was doing a combo on somebody. Five more gifted members coming in from Quinn. uh, Joker Quinn, thank you so, so much. That's going to take us to 12 on the day. Already halfway to 25. Every 25, I give five. If you guys get a membership and you want to pay it forward, feel free to hit the dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. Gift to another person or gift a batch. Let's set our sights on 200 likes as well. There's over 700 people here. Are there any things that you disagree with me on? I said, listen, I don't think Forza Motorsports there. I don't think Halo Infinite's going to be there. And I don't think... Uh, Perfect Dark will be there. Do you guys disagree with any of my reasoning, any of my argumentation? Ryan Stefan with two months. Welcome back. He says, morning, y'all. Raptor gifts a member. And Kubini Gaming with a $5 super chat tip says, the series... S uh, did a memory upgrade. Let's see what first party does. That no, we, we're not making assumptions. I've already read analysis of that memory upgrade. It was the tiniest bit. It has not removed the bottleneck. That's old news. So you're 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 going. Uh, no disrespect. You're going off of old info that has absolutely nothing to do with. And I'm not making assumptions. I'm looking at the games that are literally coming out. And we're looking at tech specifications. We're looking at breakdowns. The Series S will will continue to be a problem for that ecosystem. They can't focus on power. Microsoft cannot walk out and focus on power. They can't focus on graphics. They can't focus on next gen. They can't say, look at this amazing footage on the Series X. Because most of their community has the Series S. I, I just I don't think it's possible. Lone Wolf with eight months and it's a VIP. What were the three games you don't think will be there? Also can't believe it's been eight months. The three games that I don't think will be there will be Halo Infinite, Forza Motorsport, and Perfect Dark. Uh, Drew English says, see my previous comment. Uh, says, I'm just being real. Uh, da, 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 da. See, Lono, that's the problem. They bought more studios than PlayStation Studios. Xbox has lost confidence in the consumer trust with Redfall and Halo Infinite's are uh, uh, fa- Uber fails. Five dollar tip from Kubini: using third party to determine a console's performance is on you. Blaming blaming devs is on you. There's plenty of third party games that come out. Like the funny thing is, do those third party games run bad on the Series X? No. Do they run bad on PC? No. Do they run bad on the PlayStation Five? No. Where do they run bad? They run bad on the Series S. Like, you're just in, like, with as much respect as I can muster, you're in denial if you think, 
using third parties on you. What do you mean? Street Fighter 6 is running great everywhere. It looks amazing everywhere. And it looks like Clay Fighter on the Series S. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look like a next-gen game. If you want to keep blaming, if you want to keep blaming devs, go right ahead. You're just continuing to make the ecosystem and your platform unappealing, right? See if Thieves Season 10 is going to be a big deal. This will be the third time in a row I've been told that a new season in Sea of Thieves is going to be a big deal. I've been told numerous times that Sea of Thieves is about to have a big moment, and I'm like, I okay, I, I don't see it, right? Yo, thank you so much, James Carr, coming in with five more gifted members. Keep the member train going, guys. We got to get back up into the 3,000 members. If you guys have any hope of getting to the four grand for the beard shave, go on a little gifted train. You guys can do one at a time or five at a time. The other day, somebody was doing 20 bombs at a time. You guys are nuts. Why do they focus on power when showing Forza back then? Listen, we will see who's right in a couple of days. We will. We will We will see who's right in a couple of days. So we blame the DirectX 12 developer kits then? I mean, listen, you can... Like, I. This is the weird thing that happens. Every time the Series S comes up, everyone desperately grasps for somebody to blame other than, I don't know, the console. Like... Occam's razor. What's the what's the the least amount of things you've got to come up with to have an explanation or an answer? It's the console, okay? It has a memory bottleneck. You can blame the devs. You can blame DirectX 12. I, I don't I don't care what you blame, okay? I don't think at the Xbox Game Showcase 2023, I do not think that they will be showing off power and talking about power in next gen. I don't think so. The tools are coming. Yeah, wait until. That's right. We're three years into the generation and the tools are coming. Okay. I, why do you think that? Who has said that? Why do you have confidence in that box? Why? It has less memory in it than an Xbox One X. It. Do you understand how bad that is? I don't... I think people take it personal. It's like you bought it because that was what was available or that was what you could afford. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine. They'll fix it. The tools are coming. Your argument is flawed. If other studios can make Series S look amazing, then it's the dev's fault. Look at Diablo 4. I'm trying to be respectful. I really am, and I'm trying to be nice. But my gosh, the self-own in that sentence. Look at Diablo 4. You think Diablo 4 is a tour of next-gen performance? It is a top-down isometric dungeon crawler. Like, I, I, I'm I, trying to be nice about this, but it's tiring listening to people make really bad arguments to defend the Series S. Like, it looks terrible in virtually every tech breakdown of every game there's not a single game that you can go to that looks good on the series s when compared to its big brother diablo 4 runs on the switch like it's it's a top-down isometric dungeon crawler it's not some big giant tour de force of next-gen performance it's not even really considered a next-gen game it's on every platform it's literally on every platform Next gen is more than malleable term. What do you expect for the price? There it is, revisionist history. What do you expect for the price? I expect what they marketed. They marketed that thing as a 144060 box. The revisionist history on the Series S is so 
It's just so it's so ridiculous. You sound salty, chill, bro. You sound stupid. Where where are you? You're in my chat. This is what we do, brother. This is what we do. We have discussions. This is what I do. Like, if you don't like it or if you think I sound salty, I don't know. Go watch reruns of Mr. Rogers. This might be a little bit too too spicy for you if you can't handle the back and forth right now. This is pretty mediocre for, for a typical day here. Still remember when devs were outraged by the Series S specs on Twitter when it was revealed? Right, because who wants to develop for that? Who wants to develop for that? Oh, man, yeah, let's develop for something with a memory bottleneck. Like, listen, listen, we are heading towards what's supposed to be a big monumental showcase for Xbox, and I'm here to tell you, Microsoft cannot focus on power, performance, next gen. They can't showcase what the Series X can do. They can't. They can't do they can't do it. Their own games don't look that impressive over there. Doc Dark's in chat. He says, I agree with you, Lono. They said the only difference was supposed to be resolution. They flat out lied to us. The man himself leans heavy Xbox. He bleeds green. And even Doc Dark agrees with me. The marketing of the Series S was not what do you expect for the price? It's a baseline model. It's basically old gen. Who said that in the marketing? Where was that ever stated? It was it was basically supposed to be the Series X, but it was a 1440 box. I'm not, listen, listen, I'm not going to get baited into bashing Xbox today, okay? Because this is what I think happens sometimes. Some of y'all come in and you go full. You go all the way full and you say outlandish things. And I got to smack those outlandish things down. And then you're like, yeah, look at this Sony pony. My entire opening monologue was, this can be an amazing showcase. I think it's going to be a stronger showcase than PlayStation's. I'm only saying that I don't think Microsoft can draw attention to next-gen and to power. They can't showcase things on the Series X. Doc Dark got mentioned in my show open because I reacted to his video, and he and I agree. I want to see gameplay on the Series X. I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think think they can draw attention to it. Most of their consumers are on the Series S. He's not lying, chat. Stop acting like he's uh, like he is. Y'all sound crazy. Yeah. Oh, they said up to 1440. That's oh my gosh. I'm not doing the Series S thing with you today. I'm not. I'm not doing the revisionist history. Some of y'all go so full that you basically lie. You basically lie about the Series S. And I'm done dealing with it. I'm not going to debate it with you. We went back. We looked at the blogs. We looked at the marketing. The Series S was marketed as the 1440 box against the 4K box of the Series X. Five gifted members from Gilbert. He pushes us to 23 right on the doorstep of the first 25. Every 25, I give five back to y'all. Doc says, there's plenty of things I don't agree with Lono on, but this is facts. The Series S was supposed to be the 1440 box. Thank you. John always with 21 months and it's a VIP. Never go full unless it's VIP. That's right. And listen, listen. This isn't hate. That's what they said. 1080 up to 1440. Mo. No respect intended. You're lying. That's not what they said. What you're saying is a lie. They never said that. We went to the blogs numerous times. I've done this with you before. We've gone to the blogs. They never said 1080 up to 1440. That is absolutely demonstrably false. They never said it was going to be a 1080 box. Now, sure, some of the marketing said up to 1440. Most of the marketing said up to 120 on the FPS. 
most of the marketing just said 1440 you just saw it on the on the graphic it was like oh 1440 cool that sounds awesome it was meant to be a step down in resolution it was meant to be essentially as strong as the series x that's what everybody said i had people in my chat all the time saying the series s is just as strong as the series x it's just lower resolution it's just lower resolution. There's more 120 FPS games on the Series S than the PS5. Because, I don't know, some Xbox podcaster did the math and trotted that out. Because you got 10-year-old games at 120. That's why I bought a, a, a next-gen console. Lono, they can show the power of the Series X, says Doc. And Simple handicap the Series S like Street Fighter, but they probably won't. I personally think, Doc, and you've touched on this before... I've touched on this before. I don't think going forward, Xbox will focus on power and graphics and next gen. I think they focus on the ecosystem. I think that's the whole point. I think they're going to drive home exclusive day and date Xbox, day and day Game Pass, exclusive day and date Game Pass. Day and, they're going to drive that home. They're not going to drive home graphics and performance. That's not what they're selling you on anymore. They can't sell you on that. Listen to what some of you are saying. A gifted member from Lorenzo. Listen, some of y'all agree with me and you haven't even seen it yet. You haven't even seen it yet. Let's take all the revisionist history and all the dishonesty about what do you expect? It's a cheap it's a it's a cheap box. They they said 1080. They sent 1080 up to 1440. Thank you for conceding that they're not going to focus on graphics at the showcase. You just conceded that. Do you do you understand? You understand that even in your defense of the Series S, you're conceding that they can't talk about graphics at this showcase. They can't show off power. Why? You just said you bought a 1080 box. Most of the consumers, according to you, bought a 1080 box. So do you think they're going to walk out during their showcase, talk to the majority of their user base, and start talking about 4K, and start talking about graphics, and start talking about the Series X performance power? They're not going to do that. Not even according to your own bad argumentation can they come out and talk about that. That would be really bad. That'd be really bad optics. Hey, most of our user base is on a 1080 box. Let's go out and talk about 4K and ray tracing and the next-gen power of the Series X. That'll go over really well with all of our fans who don't have it. Come on. A 10 spot from Jet. Red Dead Redemption 2 looks better than most next-gen games and it runs on base last-gen consoles. Same with Horizon. The Series S is a 1080 machine. You use less memory memory at lower resolutions. Again, you're just arguing in my favor and you don't even realize it. You can't. The revisionist history of the Xbox community, it, 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 it literally causes my brain to feel like ice pick pain, you know. Halo Infinite was amazing. They just failed to deliver content. Sure. Metacritic scores. Okay. Listen, you just argue that they can't show off power. Most of their user base is, according to you, on a 1080 machine. I can't, I can't. I can't do it. It's so... Oh, it's so stupid. It's supposed to be a next-gen box. 1080 is so old. It's so old. You don't even see it. You're just turning around and kicking the ball in your own net. A 1080 box? Really? Like, a 1080 box. It, that That's such old resolution. It's so old. 
Imagine any game, imagine any game coming out and talking about being next gen and then it's 1080. What would you say to that? No no brand allegiance. No brand allegiance. And they walk out with their next gen game and it's 1080. What would you say about that game? You would say, that's not next gen. What is this? Doc says, let's be honest, Lono. Take the brakes off. It's not just resolution. It's textures and features too that we are meet, we are seeing missing shadows reflections exactly doc exactly like 30 fps is really old too right like i the, the series s conversation is so frustrating because i you i'm literally having conversations with dishonest talking points i'm not having conversations with people it's like i'm talking to an npc and all they can say is like the same thing we are they said up to we have more 120 FPS games than the PlayStation 5. What do people expect? It's so cheap. It's like the same. It's like the same dishonest revisionist history talking points every time. And the funny thing is, for my own sanity, I'll, you're all. Every one of you is right. You're right, and you're special, and you know your your mom was right about you, right? All those all those C's and D's in high school weren't your fault, okay? <laughs> Let's just you're right, you're right. They marketed as a 1080 box, and it's a 1080 box, and nobody should expect good performance out of it because it's so cheap. If everything I just said is correct and right, it's not. Oh my gosh, is it not right and correct? But let's just imagine that it is. That is quite literally a very strong reason why Microsoft cannot walk out and stress performance and graphics and next gen. They can't. Because a huge, the biggest portion of their ecosystem is on a 1080 box. A 1080 box. You're going to walk out and tell those people that you're showing them gameplay footage on a Series X? You think that's a good idea? That's what sent us down this rabbit trail. Is I'm like, I don't think they can stress power. Brian with 11 months. Lono, even NVIDIA got crap for dropping the RTX 4060 at 1080 GPU marketed as next gen. Right. Be consistent. Be consistent. How nice would any of you be if they walked out a next-gen game on the PlayStation 5 at 1080, what would you call that, huh? Well, yeah, the SSD is not quite so magical. But then over there, you're like, well, no, they marketed this as a 1080 box. There's not a single blog post or piece of marketing material that supports what I'm saying, because I just lie about the ecosystem. But yeah, they, they marketed it as a 1080 box. Sure they did. They got a bunch of people to buy a box with old-gen resolution. You're right. Why show the Series S? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, listen. They're not going to show Series S. What I'm saying is they can't draw attention to any of that. It will likely all just be on a PC. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Doc Dark said this, I've said this, many people have said this I want to see gameplay footage on the Series X I want to see but we're not going to get it, I think they're just going to be showing everything on a PC there's your problem, 1080p and performance are not the same thing 
Oh, gosh, that 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 sentence is so stupid. It hurt me. You caused me pain. All right. I want money for pain and suffering. I had to read that. I had to read that. What? Where do you guys come up with this stuff? What, what? There's your problem. 1080p and performance are not the same thing. What? What? What are you talking about? What are we even? What? What's the conversation we're even having right now? What is even? What? What do you mean it's not performance? So when we break down the performance of a game, we're, we just don't mention resolution. It looks awfully blurry, Ted. What what's going on with performance? Oh, that's just the resolution. That's not performance. No, no, no. Look look at the frame rate. Yeah. Look at the look at the frame rate. Look at the load times. It, Ted, it's running at 900p. What the the performance looks terrible. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Resolution's not performance. <laughs> I I just create arbitrary categories. It's called the, the fallacy of special pleading, and uh, it makes me feel better about a box that I bought, and it's weaker than we all expected. What the heck? <laughs> what? What, the, what in the world? Five dollar tip for Mister Hall. The reveal trailer says fourteen forty, not up to. FPS is up to. They completely missed the mark. Yeah, you know it's funny. I conceded that earlier, but you're right, Mister Hall. People just lie. If you come, you're just lying. They never said up to 1440. It, the FPS was up to 120. I saw the image this morning. You're just liars. Oh no, they said up to 1440, Lono. They said it was a 1080 box up to 1440. Let me ask you something. Is it exhausting lying all the time for a corporation? Like, is it tiring to just lie? It's, it's liberating to just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. You're straight up lying. What? Two gifted members, one from DK Beggar and one from Raptor. DK Beggar's the agent of chaos. He rolls us over the 25. That means we press on to 50. You guys, you guys must have gone crazy a month ago because we're down in the like the 2900s. Yesterday we had like 3600 members, so we must have had a huge day a month ago. It's about bashing Xbox again. Let's not talk about the showcase. No, I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm on to some of you. I know what you do. I know what you do. I spend 30 minutes talking about the showcase, all the games that I think will be there. I talk about how I think this is going to be a really strong showcase for Xbox. And I say, I don't think they can draw attention to the Series X. I don't think they can draw attention to power in next gen. And what do we do? I spend 20 minutes engaging with dishonest liars. And then what's that do? Look at this Sony pony bashing Xbox. You're pathetic. I mean that. Heartfelt. The people that come in and do that, you're pathetic. 
what a pathetic thing to do. Like, I'm going to come in, completely distract from the main subject, and then I'm going to blame the host because I came in and spoke like a dishonest NPC about the Series S. We're going to ignore 30 minutes. We're going to ignore a litany of games listed. We're going to ignore all the things that this showcase can do better than PlayStation. I'm going to bait this guy into arguing against things that I know are false. Like, that's what's the most frustrating about it is you know you're lying. You know you're misrepresenting the Series S. You know you're lying about what they said. So that you can craft some narrative. Craft some narrative about like, oh, yeah, this guy is this guy is just such a Sony pony. How? By just speaking factually about the Series S and how I don't think they can talk about next-gen power. I think they have to i literally think they have to focus on the ecosystem they have to focus on game pass that's a huge advantage that they have over sony but it gets turned into just bashing xbox i'm not bashing xbox i'm saying this is what they did to their ecosystem and going forward that's what they're going to have to do that's what they're going to have to do they're not going to be able to press the press the oh yeah next gen next gen next gen All the time you say everything good for Xbox, you say five things against. But I haven't said anything against Xbox. I said, this is how they set up their ecosystem. This is how they, this is how they set up their ecosystem. They set up their ecosystem with a weaker box. And that weaker box is quite literally going to make it really hard for them to focus on power and performance. Why? Because I don't think that's what they prioritized. I would say the same thing about Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't walk out and talk about performance and next-gen and graphics. Why? Because that's not what their focus is on. That's not what their brand is centered around. I don't think you're a pony. You're just extremely biased. Yes, I'm biased as I cite facts, evidence, and the actual marketing, and everybody talking about the Series S was lying. Yeah, I'm the one that's biased, though. Mm-hmm. I'm biased. I'm the one lying, lying for a corporation. Who's biased? Who? The, the, the person that goes back and looks at the blog posts and looks at the articles and says, this is how the Series S was marketed. It's not living up to that. Is that biased or is the person who lies biased? Who do you think is more biased in the exchange? Your entire monologue was BS. It was like the biggest pony in the world trying to water down the Xbox showcase. I, once again, you're just a liar. You're just a liar. We, we said a long time ago I wasn't going to call people liars, but I'm kind of done playing nice with people like you. You're just a bad faith liar. Like, I walked through all of the things that could be great, all of the advantages that they have. I literally have said, this will be a stronger showcase than PlayStation's. I believe that. I didn't water down anything. I think because I don't... You know, scream and yell and say, hold the line. You think that I'm watering down. Like, I think you watch too many Xbox podcasts. Seriously, that's why I use the word pathetic. Because you're pathetic. Like, I do a show on Xbox, and all you guys, some of you guys do is you come through and you ruin the show with your all the way full brain dead fandom it's like well because you're not waving a green flag in the air and yelling hold the line you clearly are a sony pony 
you're pathetic, man. You gotta watch more games. You gotta watch more content. It's just pathetic. It's literally a show. It's literally, I boot up to do a show on Xbox, and the Xbox guys come in, and you guys have quite literally sidelined the entire show to talk about the Series S and to lie about the marketing. Who's biased? Who's who's biased? You had the counter argument for every word that Aaron Greenberg said trying to downplay the hype. I didn't counter everything he said. No, I didn't do that at all. That's dishonest. I tell you what, you're not allowed to hang out here. I I don't abide liars. I don't. I don't. You can you can clip and go run Go run to Twitter and claim that I ban people who disagree with me. No, you're just lying. I never once said anything to counter what Aaron Greenberg said. I said one of his tweets had mixed messaging. That's all I said. It was kind of confusing. It's like, well, I don't want to temper or hype or tease or do anything. And it's like, okay, is he saying that Fable won't be there? If Fable is going to be there, why wouldn't you just leave that up there? That would generate a lot of hype, right? Because that's what Xbox said, right? Xbox basically walks out and says Fable will be there. They got a trail of glitter. They got the music. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's Fable. And then Aaron Greenberg's like, I've not teased anything. I, I didn't counter anything that he said. I didn't try to water down anything that he said. I didn't try to do anything like that. I just read his tweets and gave my thoughts. I was like, this could mean that Fable's there and maybe he didn't want people combing over his Instagram looking for clues. He's like, I'm not leaving clues. I'm not teasing, right? If, if Aaron Greenberg was trying to squash rumors about Fable, then he probably was on the phone with somebody in charge of the Xbox Twitter account and was like, why'd you guys do that? Like, we won't know until the event happens. Gives him with a $10 super chat tip. I'm PC only, but the fact that some of these Xbox versus PlayStation Warriors still go this hard for each other is insane. Jet with a $5 super chat tip, but that's the point. It's obvious games will look better on the Series X, just like they do on higher specs. That's the ins- see, and that gets so lost in the discussion. Like, I want you to imagine what happened. You, well, you don't have to imagine what happened. Remember what happened. All I said was they can't stress the Series X and how strong it is and what we do. We spent 20 minutes debating NPCs lying about the Series S and the marketing. What? You readily admit that it's a 1080 box, that it performs a lot lower, that it's not nearly as strong as the Series X, and that's what people should expect. You're agreeing with me. Even in your dishonesty, you're agreeing with me. Yeah, Game Pass, thanks for coming back in with the VIP. Even in your dishonest disagreement with me, you're agreeing with me. It's like, if if what you're saying about the Series S is true, then they certainly will not draw attention to the Series X and its power at this showcase. Why would they do that? That's the problem with podcasters like you. You always got to answer to everything. If people are being negative, just ignore and don't respond to them. With all due respect, don't tell me how to run the show and disagreements more entertaining than everybody sitting around agreeing. I also don't abide falsehood. I don't like people coming in and just lying. So they're going to get smacked down, especially when they have gold badges next to their names and they've been here for a really, really long time. They ought to know better. They ought to know better. $10 
1080 website says 1440 right Anbu like I said they're liars they come in and they disrupt the show with lies and a handful of them are probably going to spend their last day here because I'm kind of over it like we've had so many good shows for for over a week why because I haven't had to talk about Xbox the minute I talk about Xbox if I don't tow the party line and speak in Xbox podcast lingo oh I'm a hater and a pony and it's like so because I'm honest about the fact that they have a weaker box in their ecosystem, which means they likely can't draw attention to next-gen power and performance of the Series X, I'm hating on Xbox. That's all I said. was like, I don't think they can draw attention to it. Doc Dark was in here agreeing with me. Super pro Xbox guy was like, no. He's like, Lono's right. They can't draw attention to that. Most of their people are on the Series S. You, you can't draw attention to that. And we and we and we spent all this time debating it and, and trying to make me trying to clip snipe me more than likely. Oh yeah, look at this guy. He got all angry and irritated. He's such a Sony pony. I mean, it's just pathetic. It's like why not come in and have a conversation? I don't understand. Why not come in and talk about the games that you think will be there? Debate me on the games I think won't be there. I don't think Halo will be there. I don't think Forza Motorsport will be there, and I don't think Perfect Dark will be there. Let's talk about video games. You guys want to talk about 1080 versus 1440 on the Series S? It's like, come on, what a waste of time. Iron Hand with the $5 super chat. Honestly, I'm glad I'm not an Xbox. Seeing how hard these guys have to fight for their poor position and how badly they come in and disrespect you. I don't feel like anybody disrespected me. I mean, the one guy was just clearly trying to recast everything that I said in a negative light, and it just isn't true. I very carefully crafted that monologue to be like, I think this is going to be a strong showcase. These are the games that I think will be there. This is why I think they will be there. This is why I don't think they will be there. I gave you timeline on announcement, timeline on trailers, right? Timeline on when we're likely to see gameplay. I think they're going to have to stress release dates because I don't think they're going to want to have the same run-in of what they did last year where they were like, oh, you'll get these games in the next 12 months. Motorsport has to be there with a release date. I think they're in, in I think Motorsport will be during Summer Game Fest Sinos. I think they're gonna give it to Jeff Keeley. Listen, if I'm Phil Spencer, listen to his attitude in that kind of funny interview. The last thing you want to do is walk out and be like, Oh yeah, you know, Forza Motorsport was already at the developer direct. It's already supposed to be out. But let's give it main stage presence at the Xbox showcase. Like what? I, unfortunately, we're leaving in we're living in an era where people can't distinguish between opinion and news and facts. Called your monologue BS. I find that disrespectful. I mean, prudent man ignores the insult. I don't care about people that come in and insult. It doesn't bother me. I don't allow them to do it because it's disruptive to the conversation. Like. You can't come in and just hurl insults because if they insult me, they're going to insult chat. And that's just not the kind of community we have here. Five more gifted members coming in. 31. 31. Your show is a lot like Ancient Aliens. A bunch of nonsense. Haven't been able to trust your opinion since your review of Gotham Knights. Cool. You also said no wonder members are dropping. So take your purple badge and don't ever come back. T-Bear. Split end with a $2 super chat tip over under on running on PC games at the show. That's the thing split end. And I think this is just such a fair assessment. This is just such a fair speculation. They're not going to draw any attention to where the game is performing. They're not. 
they're not going to tell you that it's on PC or Series X or Series S, right? Jet with a $10 Super Chat tip. They got to show the millions of Series X and PC owners what they could expect, but good show, I'll continue watching. I don't know. See, no, and see, I think that's, I don't agree with that, Jet. I don't think they focus on what Series X and what PC owners and what Series S owners, they don't want to do that. You're all in the ecosystem. That's the focus. If they start saying, oh, we need to target our Series X owners and our PC owners, I don't think that works because I don't think that's what they want to do. They want to focus on the ecosystem, Game Pass, Play Anywhere. I don't know if they're going to mention xCloud just yet, but I think going forward, you'll see Game Pass, xCloud, Game Anywhere. It doesn't matter where you play. Like um, Gamescom, they showed off Game Pass on a Samsung television. I think that's the thing they want to do going forward. I don't think they want to drill down in and be like, the Series X and the PC owners can expect this performance. I don't think you're going to see that from them. That's obviously just a prediction. That's not hate. I just don't see their marketing being the same as like when you know Sony does a blog on the next gen performance of Spider-Man. I just I don't think you're going to see that kind of marketing from Xbox. I don't think that's their focus. I think that's a fair take. If you get emotional to the point where you get moved away from the main topic, then you're not built for podcasting. You can't let the internet be, be the internet <laughs> Ima- imagine imagine having a purple badge and watching me for as long as you have and telling me I'm not built for podcasting I just the lack of self-awareness some of you guys are just really showing your true colors and it has nothing to do with the badge next to your name it has everything to do with your character I believe that Phil said in the interview that they would make it clear what the audience was seeing in regard to whether the game was running on a Series X or PC Uh, no, 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 no. I thought he promised transparency with respect to performance, not necessarily... Oh, no, he was talking about PC. I, here's the thing, though. I don't think they're going to draw attention to, oh, this is what you can expect to get on PC. This is what you can expect to get on Series X. I think he was talking about transparency with respect to performance. He was specifically talking about Redfall, and Redfall, we saw 60 FPS everywhere, right? Because it was PC. I don't think he was saying, oh, we're going to tell you if it's PC or if it's Series X or Series S. I think you're looking too far into what he's saying. I don't think that's what he meant. I think what he meant was, we need to be transparent about what we're showing, Because Redfall, they kept showing gameplay footage on a PC. Don't you remember when I pointed that out in the one gameplay? Like a Steam uh, achievement popped up. And I was like, what the frick? I'm watching Steam? It's an Xbox game. What's going on here? Just play the clip. I mean, I'm not going to try and pull up the clip and play the clip because it's a super long interview. If somebody wants to find the direct quote... We can we can certainly interact with it. I didn't I didn't prepare to engage with that this morning because I'm telling you, he was specifically talking about transparency in what they're showing, not like oh no, we're gonna let you know this is Series X, this is Series S, this is PC. I don't think that's the focus of what they're showing us. 
I'm fairly new, but I like Lono. He's definitely one of the most level-headed and fair YouTubers. Yeah, I mean, we got sidetracked for 20 minutes on the Series S debate. We've done that before, and I called a stop on it. I was like, we're not doing this. Y- y'all that want to come in and, 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 and sidetrack and, and disrupt the show with lies and dishonesty, I don't, go, watch a, go watch another podcast. That just isn't helpful. We're trying to have a conversation. Not, not, I can't constantly have to fact check lies. It just doesn't work. It doesn't, it's not conducive to conversation. Can we address the elephant in the room? We need to look at the Xbox longevity. Phil Spencer hyped up Xbox Game Pass needs to be addressed in the showcase. Where are the AAA or AA games? Well, he addressed that in the kind of funny interview, Drew, and I included that in the show open. I said at the beginning of the show, I said, Aaron Greenberg is setting the stage. He's he's kind of hyping up the show. And I said, Phil Spencer, in the kind of funny interview, he said he was really enthusiastic about the showcase. And then he went on to say that they're finally at a point where they're going to be able to deliver a big game at quality every quarter. Do you see? So I think in his mind, those two things are connected. I'm really excited about Showcase. We are finally at the point where we can deliver a big game at quality every quarter. I think those two things are interlocked. The Showcase is going to establish that. Here are the games coming. Here is when they're coming. Boom, 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 boom. Big game every quarter. I think that's going to be a big win for them because, listen... I said this earlier this year. I did a I did a PlayStation Where Is Phase 2 stream and I said this year's kind of thin for PlayStation. We got a DLC for Horizon, Final Fantasy 16, it's not first party, might as well be. And then you get Spider-Man. I was like that's it. That's all we're getting. And then PlayStation came out and they did their little web thing, their webcast and they said expect two major releases a year or more. That's contrasted against Phil saying big game at quality every quarter. That's a difference. And if they can pull it off, they'll catch up. In two or three years, we'll add up this generation of first party games and big launches and we'll say, hey man, Xbox's catalog's looking a lot better. They're a late they were a late bloomer. You know, the first three years were, (laughs) they were a little rough, but they picked up their momentum. Their studios started cranking out games and they caught up. They caught up in the, in the, uh, in the catalog count. I hope you're right. I think it was a PR move. Phil's candor and demeanor didn't feel like PR to me. He felt fed up. He was annoyed. He was like, I'm so sick of this. Let's just get games out. Let's just get games out to market. (laughs) You know what I mean? Let's just get games out to market. We can we can kind of catch up here. This guy can't help but frame everything through the console war lens. I mean, we're comparing the two big systems and what they're offering and their showcases. That doesn't mean that I'm looking at everything through the console war lens. Like, you honestly think Aaron Greenberg just happened to tweet and reply to people about... CGI trailers, one of the major criticisms of the PlayStation Showcase. You think Aaron Greenberg just happened to tweet about no TV show or movie trailers at their showcase? He tweeted that response twice, by the way. 
that was a major criticism of the PlayStation Showcase, which is brain dead. I don't know why you wouldn't show the Gran Turismo trailer at a PlayStation event. It's it's a movie based on property that PlayStation owns. I think people are. I honestly just think people are stupid. They don't get it. They're like, well, I just it's video games. Y- yes, it it is, and property underneath PlayStation is being utilized in television shows and movies and they're going to show it. They did it with the Last of Us TV show and everybody got excited because a TV show, oh my gosh that's going to be amazing. They Look at the cast they got. Oh my word, this is going to be amazing and then every episode increased their sales. So Aaron Greenberg was being very intentional with his tweets. He's drawing a line and being like we're not doing that. Yeah, and he hashtagged hold the line. So so you think I'm only viewing things through the console war. Aaron Greenberg is out there specifically using hashtag hold the line and specifically targeting questions about are you guys going to do this? Those guys over there did that. Are you guys going to do this? He got plenty of questions he didn't respond to. He responded to like four or five questions. You think he responded to every question? Go look at his replies. You know what I mean? Don't don't talk to me like that, Lucas McQueen. It's a sit and time out. Don't talk to me like that. Can we get a recap? I'll give you a recap. We're an hour in. Let's set our sights on 300 likes. Let's set our sights on moving the member goal. Actually, I would understand why a lot of you guys aren't gifting members today because we... Good golly, do we have to thin the herd. Anyways, so... I was setting expectations for the show in two two lanes. Number one, I used Greenberg's tweets and Phil Spencer's comments in the kind of funny interview, okay? I used that, and then I walked through every game I expect to see there, and then I, I slapped down three. I said, I don't think these three will be there, okay? And so I kicked off the show by saying, the showcase stage is set. PlayStation didn't do a good job way too many third parties, not enough first party, way too many CGI trailers, right? That sets a really great stage for Xbox to differentiate themselves. Aaron Greenberg seems to be indicating that that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be differentiating themselves. They're not going to be doing CGI trailers. They're not going to be having TV show uh, or movie or uh, TV or movie trailers. Now, I did push back on this one thing. When he said they weren't going to have CGI-only trailers, he said that they will have in-game footage, in-engine footage, or a combination of in-engine, you know, in-game footage with cinematics, okay? To be fair, (laughs) in-engine footage is mostly cinematic when it's utilized. Somebody on Twitter put together a montage, and they were like, this is all in-engine footage, and it's all very cinematic. It's not gameplay, right? Yeah, nobody complained about The Last of Us show being announced at Summer Game Fest, Eugene. I'll be honest with you. Gran Turismo movie trailer got criticized because by the time it showed up, everybody was annoyed. It was third-party indie, third-party indie, 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 third-party, 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 PSVR 2, PSVR 2. And by the time we got to that Gran Turismo trailer, everyone's like, where are all of your big studios? They were all looking at the clock saying, 
this showcase is almost over and you're showing me a movie trailer like if it would have been a killer showcase if they would have been hitting it out of the park and Santa Monica would have been there and Gorilla would have been there and 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 uh, Sucker Punch would have been there then you show that Gran Turismo trailer and nobody's gonna give a frick they'll be like oh cool they made a movie out of Gran Turismo that's neat by the time that trailer showed up everybody was livid they were like bro where are the games where's the gameplay where's the first party I was annoyed going into the Spider-Man trailer. I was like, what? This is the end? I was like, you're done? You you went quiet for two years and this is what we get? I think Gran Turismo trailer would have landed, landed a lot differently. If it would have had, if it, if it would have been a more balanced showcase. Okay. But back to what I was saying. In engine footage, right? In engine footage, I, that that's not necessarily gameplay you can literally show me in engine footage and it's basically a cinematic oh it's not cgi only i'm okay but it's still not gameplay right i'm just setting expectations okay i'm just setting expectations because he said in game in game uh gameplay like in game footage in engine footage and then cinematics like it's going to be a combination of those okay so if 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 you walk away from Aaron Greenberg's tweets and you're like oh Aaron Greenberg said it we're going to get nothing but gameplay uh, that's not really what he said you sure about that like that's not really what he said I'm going to read you the whole tweet. Let me read you the whole tweet. I just want you guys to know, like, I'm not being pedantic. I think he was very careful with his phrasing. All right? Are cinematics not part of games? (laughs) But you have to look at it in context to what he's responding to. Quote. (laughs) Quote. None of our first party games in the show are full CG trailers. Everything is either in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game footage with some cinematics. Each of our trailers will be labeled so it is hopefully clear for our fans. I left that part out in my monologue. I should have I should have zeroed in on that. That was another problem with the PlayStation showcases. You didn't know what was first party and what was third party. I actually think PlayStation did that by design. I, I think most of their audience doesn't have a clue what the difference is between first party and third party. So they just thought, these are all games coming to my PlayStation. Great. Like, you start drawing the distinction between this is an exclusive and this is not an exclusive. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there were only four exclusives. Every, everything else wasn't a PlayStation exclusive. So I think PlayStation very intentionally omitted that from their showcase as a way to, you know, it's a form of marketing, right? Like, why draw attention to it? it, it there's no reason to draw the audience's attention to the fact that, you know, we only have four exclusives to show, right? So you have to hear what he's saying, though. He's saying nothing will be full CG. Well... <laughs> CG in the history of the terminology colloquialisms about movies and video games is CGI, right? Computer generated image. So the idea being, well, it's 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 CGI, right? It's CG. So he's saying, oh yeah, we're not doing that. But 
in-engine footage a lot of the times is not even really distinguishable from a CG cinematic because many games now do their cinematics in-engine. Like, they don't even go to a cutscene. They just... The models from the game are moving around and doing stuff in the engine itself. It's, it's, it's actually one of the cooler things they've done in the last 10 years is they've standardized the ability to do in-engine cutscenes because that enables you to seamlessly go from a cutscene to gameplay. And it's really fun. Like, it's really immersive. So... I don't read what he said and think, oh, we're getting nothing but raw gameplay. A lot of the in-engine trailers are not gameplay. It's just a cinematic to show off the, you know, the graphics, the world, or or, or the, the art style, you know? Like, sometimes that's all you get. I'm not trying to bash. I'm just saying, listen, I... I don't... I don't necessarily think he was saying, you know, eh, it's gonna be nothing but gameplay. Zubair said CGI implies pre-rendered on a distinct production machine but all the terms are a little fuzzy yeah so if anything if anything what he's saying is you're not gonna have a purely cinematic trailer if it's our property he did specify that he did specify that if it's their first party game it's not gonna be purely cinematic you're going to get to see like in-engine stuff. Now keep in mind, there's going to be third-party games at the showcase and they might do something purely cinematic. That's not on Aaron Greenberg. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about first-party only. It didn't say that either. It says some gameplay and some in-engine. I'm reading I just read the tweet mo. Are do are we going to have to play this game for the rest of the day? He says either in-game footage in-engine footage or in-game footage with some cinematics he's giving you three possibilities so what that means is there could be a potential trailer that is literally just nothing but in-engine footage that's not gameplay in in-engine a lot of the times is not gameplay it's just like the camera combing through the world and and showing the you know the the, the biomes or the animals or the enemies like the, I've, I just I saw somebody put together a montage there are so many trailers out there that are in engine and it's not gameplay it isn't I, I'm only making that distinction he was talking about what other people were claiming based on the tweet. Yes, there were people reading that tweet and saying, nothing but gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Nothing but gameplay from Xbox. I'm like, hold on. It's not what the man said. You know, be careful. You're going to get really angry when you don't get nothing but gameplay. No one who read that tweet read it as raw gameplay only. I never said raw gameplay only. I just, I saw people on Twitter running, I saw I saw articles running with the headline of it's going to be gameplay instead of CG. It's going to be gameplay. We're not going to get a bunch of CG. We're going to get gameplay. And it's like, well, maybe. I mean, I think you're going to get a lot of gameplay of some of the bigger titles, but I don't know if you're going to get nothing but that. That's the only point I'm trying to make. Let me give you some examples. Okay. I think you're going to get a ton of Avowed gameplay and Hellblade 2 gameplay. I wouldn't be surprised if Fable is in-engine only. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Because I think Fable is a long way off. 
And I think they just want to remind everybody about it. Just build that, just build that brand confidence. I think Forza will be at the Xbox Showcase. I think they'll give Jeff the Gears Collection or some type of remake. I said that I thought they would give the Gears Collection to Jeff and Shadow Drop it, Detective Seeds. I think that's a good prediction. I think they give Gears to Jeff or they have it in their own showcase. I also think if they do the Gears Collection, they'll Shadow Drop it. Now, I I said this, though. They might want to wait on the Gears Collection until they're ready to start talking about Gear 6. Okay? They might want to wait. Like, no, 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 no. We, we, we don't need to talk about, you know, the Gears collection until we're ready to talk about Gear 6. As far as Forza is concerned, I'm, I'm dead serious. I will take that as a point off if Forza is a part of the showcase. Everybody got irritated that Final Fantasy 16 was at the PlayStation Showcase. It's like, we've already seen a bunch of PlayStation. Oh, we've already seen a bunch of Final Fantasy, right? And we already know Final Fantasy's release date. I think Forza is worse. We already saw a big showcase of, of Forza Motorsport at the Developer Direct in January, and it's already supposed to be out. Don't eat up a single minute of the showcase with that game. It doesn't deserve to be there. It doesn't. Other games deserve to be there, not Forza. Forza, you had your time. You were promised in the first half of 2023. You had a big show. You had a big part of the Developer Direct in January. Your time's up. You can go over there and hang out with Jeff Keeley, and he can promote your release date. But our showcase is about everybody else. It's everybody else's time now. That would be my attitude if I was in charge. Y'all didn't make the cut, so get out of here. It's their game. Yes, and it was slated in the developer direct in January. It was supposed to be out already. I don't think they planned for Forza to be a part of this showcase because it was it was in developer direct. And it will be, it will be, it, I'm sorry, it should have been out already. They wouldn't have had, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have a spot slated for it. Think about it in the grand scheme of vision casting for this year. They're vision casting for this year. All right, we put this games in the developer direct. We shadow drop um, uh, Hi-Fi Rush. We shadow drop Hi-Fi Rush, showcase all these games. All right, Forza Motorsport, and then you can get your release date out later. You guys don't have your release date ready. That's fine, whatever. It's supposed to be out already. And they start slating the showcase. They start lining up. Okay, who's ready? What do you have? What's your B-roll? What are you going to say? Who are you going to send? What are you going to talk about? What are we going to interview? What are we going to showcase? You start slating everything. Forts is not a part of the equation. It's not a part of the equation. If Forza is there, it should be a trailer with a release date. It's salt in the wound. It's like, you guys told us about this game last year. It's supposed to be out already. You, you, you already talked about it in January at the Developer Direct. It's old news at this point. Obviously, this is my opinion. I'm not in charge. They could include it. I thought, I, this is what I thought. I thought, it does way less damage. Okay. It does way less damage if it's at Jeff Keeley's thing. That's what I think. Oh, they tweeted, we're excited to confirm our cover cars. Tune into the Xbox showcase on June 11th for an up-close look at the cars. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that if I was in charge. It's going to be there according to their tweet uh, According to their uh, tweet from 525.23. It's going to be there. I wouldn't have done that if I was in charge. I'd be like, uh-uh. Nope. Y- you were supposed to be out a month ago. No. 
that's just my opinion. You can have yours. You can have your opinion that that's a big win, and that it should be there, and then they should talk about Forza. Everybody loves Forza. It's always a good showing. The cars look amazing. I said that in January. I said the developer direct was a big win for Xbox. Forza is always a good showing. It's always very pretty. I I wouldn't have included it in the showcase. I would have given it to Keeley. Because if I'm Xbox, my primary focus is on what's next, not what should have already been out. They're going to do a deep dive uh, on the 13th into the campaign. Is that the follow-up thing, Mo? That is that's the follow-up where they do like the interviews. When the first uh, when the game comes out, it'll already be ready and not unplayable. Well, I'm listen. I I've I've always been in full support of delaying games. I don't think they should have shoved it out before it was ready. From my perspective, the optics on it was that's bad optics. Like yeah, that <laughs> supposed to be out already. You already included it in the, in the January developer direct. Wait, why talk about it? Right now, I don't think they'll shadow drop it. I would imagine it's going to have a release date that's close at hand, but not that quickly. I don't think they would do that. I think Forza Motorsport, in the wake of... I forget the stat. It was Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon did very well commercially, which is surprising because it's a Game Pass game, and they generally don't have as many sales when they're on Game Pass. Now, that was before the Game Pass ecosystem really got up to full steam, so I don't know if Forza Motorsport will be as commercially successful. A lot of the player base will likely just play it on Game Pass. So, I don't know what kind of micros they have. Maybe that maybe that will work. I still have questions about the psychological disconnect of paying for microtransactions in a game that you know you don't own, but that's we'll have to see if that comes to fruition you know, long term. But... I don't think they'll shadow drop it. I would imagine they would want to be like, here's the release date. Because if you think about what Phil Spencer said in the kind of funny interview, if he's like, we're finally to a point where we can deliver games at quality, one big game a quarter, that's probably one of their games that he has in his mind. So if Starfield is in September... I feel like Forza... I don't know. I feel like Forza would come after that. Unless they try to push it into July. But then that's in the same quarter, isn't it? July, August, September. October, November, December. You'd want it to land in that quarter. And I mean, hey, hey, they might have a surprise. All y'all talking about Hellblade coming out this year. You make me so nervous for that game. No, Forza will have a release date. Yeah, I don't think they shadow drop Forza. I think the Gears collection is the best candidate for a shadow drop. I think it's the best candidate for a shadow drop. If Starfield really turns out to be good, are you going to buy it and play it? Yes. I have covered that game so much. It's one of my most anticipated games this year. If Forza's out before Starfield, then you can bet we get another giant game for November. That's the thing, Jake. If they do Forza before Starfield, that's two games in the quarter, and then that means something else is in the fourth quarter. I think Cliffo's right. I think it's November. Somebody's saying maybe October. I think Forza's fourth quarter. That that rounds out the year. You shadow drop something at the event 
Starfield hits in September, you drop Forza in October, November, and you're done with 2023, right? I'm not saying that's all they'll do. There'll be other things along the way, but like those will be their big releases for each quarter, and then they can focus on next year. Now, if they focus on next year, and Phil Spencer is 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 indeed correct that they're going to really push one big game a quarter, I think one of those games next year will be Avowed. I think one of those big games next year will be Hellblade 2. That makes me feel better, honestly. If Forza lands fourth quarter, that means Hellblade 2 likely won't. They'll kick it to next year. So I, I think next year will be Avowed. It'll be Hellblade 2. And, I don't know, maybe Contraband? Since that, that might not be as big of a title. Maybe contraband. I don't know about say to the K three. That one might be tough. And Fable's a big unknown. Indiana Jones is a big unknown. We don't know how long any of these games have been in development. I could see at the very least two of the four games for next year releasing would be Avowed and Hellblade two. That's half your year already. Fable fourth quarter. I don't. I believe the rumors. You think Avowed before Hellblade? I do. I do. Because the rumors were, Nick, that Avowed was supposed to be out late 2022, early 2023, so I think it's closer to being ready than Hellblade 2. Hellblade 2, I don't know why that rumor started. They were doing mocap just a couple of months ago. In the middle of 2021, the CEO is like, we've not even entered full production yet. Come on. They didn't build... That game isn't coming this year. If it comes this year... It, it didn't even get two full years of development. That's terrible. I suspect that Forza will be shadow dropped. Consider a lot of the assets will come from Horizon. I don't think you shadow drop for... I don't know. I mean, it would be a big win to shadow drop it and then it made good on the promise, did it not? That's, well, that's within the 12-month period. You'd pull that one out of the fire. I don't know. A lot of the rumors were pointing to fourth quarter, so I don't know about that. But that would be a pretty big win. You'd be like, hey, we promised you guys this game in the first half of 2023, and we're doing it. You can play Forza Motorsport today. I just, I agree with Eugene. I don't think you shadow drop big tentpole franchises. They're good marketing beats right it, trailers for forts are showing up you know maybe there's pre-order benefits maybe there's cars you can get I, there's a lot of money to be made from marketing that game leading up to fourth quarter i i think gears collection makes a better sense for a shadow drop if it's ready if gears collection's ready i think that makes better sense i just i again i could see them wanting to do it with forza because it'd be a big win for them and like hey we got this thing in the first half but then I, there's two things I think I want to say. Number one, I want to say what Eugene is saying. I don't think that you shadow drop big tentpole games. And I also don't think they want to draw attention to the fact that, like, we promised you a bunch of games in the first half of 2023 because 10 of them didn't make it. I don't think they want to draw attention to that. So I don't think Forza gets shadow dropped. While it could be a big win, I don't think they do it. That gives Forts a June. Starfield's the following quarter. Yeah, that's true. July, August, September. That's why I think they shadow drop something like Gears Collection. 
Gears isn't a big tentpole franchise? A collection's not, no. A collection is a, is a perfect fit for a shadow drop. You, you would use that to garner a bunch of people like, oh, Gears is awesome, and then guess what you do? You have a bunch of people that are perfectly fit to start promoting Gears 6 to, right? That's your, that's your tentpole, is Gears 6. I think Gears Collection is the perfect shadow drop because, again, like Eugene's saying, it's a terrible month for a big drop. Diablo's out. Final Fantasy 16's on the horizon. Street Fighter 6 just came out. Like, I don't, I don't think you want to drop anything in this month unless it's something like that. Just something to kind of like, number one, build that consumer confidence, get people back in that Game Pass funnel. I think the Gears Collection is a, is a good fit for that. Yo, what's good? Kicking it with Timmy B. Definitely not going to shadow drop Forza. They use their pro racers who race in Forza circuits to promote the game leading up to the release. Right. Like I was saying, it's a giant marketing leviathan. Like, not having that marketing and that top of mind for your brand, I, that's uh, it's just that's bad. I don't think they would want to do that. I really hope they don't mention Forza unless they have a real release date that is set in stone. YouTube's being a butthead again. Yeah, I could tell by the numbers. We the last the last how long has it been? The last like twenty or thirty minutes, it's been really funky. I can tell people are having to refresh because it's like seven fifty, seven twenty, seven forty, seven thirty. It's like up down, up down. I can tell when that's happening. Certain regions get hit with it, and it's not everybody. So people are like, oh, "I'm not having any problems." It's just some regions, usually it's mobile, you have to like, you know, refresh, so. Wish more YouTubers could be objective like Reforge without sounding like they're controversy farming. Drink the coffee, fellas. I appreciate that, Black Ant. Like, that's why I got so frustrated in, in, in the first 30 minutes of the show. Well, I, my show open was 30 minutes long. The 30 minutes after that, I was just like, why do you guys always have to come in here and do this? It's like, can't somebody just make the observation that Microsoft hasn't carved a path where they can focus on next-gen performance? Can't you admit that? Like, it's okay to admit that. That's not shade. I'm not slamming them. I think their path forward is different. In fact, it's one of the reasons why a couple of years ago I was like, Microsoft could be a sleeping giant. If they somehow unify this ecosystem, they could approach a developer and say, when you make a game for us, it's on mobile it's on TVs, it's on PC, it's on Xbox. That's a massive footprint. I've always said they could leverage that. So when I say they have to leverage the ecosystem and promote that over next-gen performance, look at how awesome the Series X is, look at how strong the Series X is, all I'm saying is, I think they lean over here. I think they focus on this. Because I don't think they can focus on this. That's not that's not shade. That's not me slamming the platform. DK Beggar with a gifted member pushing us to 32 out of 50. Thank you so much for doing that. Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, and Street Fighter uh, right in the summer. Avowed November? No. No. If, I mean, it, okay, so the Xbox game showcase, I think one of the things they're going to stress is, re- is release dates, okay? That's what I think. I think they're going to stress release dates. I think you're going to see September is Starfield. 
October or November is Forza Motorsport. I think first quarter next year is Avowed. I think late quarter next year is Hellblade 2. And then there's going to be two things in the middle of next year. I don't know what it would be. Contraband, State of Decay 3. Maybe they've got smaller studios that could be cranking stuff out. Um, I don't think Hollow Knight's not theirs, so I don't think it'd be, Hollow Knight wouldn't count. That was the only game I could think of that I didn't mention in my show open. I don't think Fable's fourth quarter next year. I don't think it's been in development long enough. They've already shifted people. They've already had some things shift around with leadership. I just, I don't think so. Not dates, but windows. I mean, I just don't know if they're going to want to go with release windows after last year. I think they'd want to do hard dates. What about Everwild? We haven't heard anything about Everwild other than that they lost their creative director. I don't know. Perfect Dark lost their creative director, lost their director. Uh, They lost like half their staff in 2021 and then rebooted the game. I think Avowed will be this fall. You, you guys have got to dial back some of that. You have to listen to what Phil Spencer said, right? My word, Lono gets triggered so easily. What? What didn't... We're having... A, who who triggered? Who got triggered? We're just talking. Um, You guys have to listen to what Phil Spencer has said. He said one big game at quality every quarter I don't think I think this year is set this year is set Starfield in September and then Forza's fourth quarter I and then and then I think maybe they shadow drop something like the Gears collection something a little bit smaller they shadow drop that in June I think this year is set I don't think you're getting a bunch of big launches and surprises I don't think so Phil Spencer made it very clear. Avowed and Hellblade 2 and all those games, they're next year. They're very, very likely next year. Because why would they do that? If, if, if Listen, if Phil Spencer isn't just saying that to say it, I trust him. I think he was speaking the truth. He was kind of like, oh, gosh, we're finally, we're finally to this point, right? It was like he was irritated. Well, if they finally get to that point where they can deliver... A, you know, a big a big game at quality every quarter. They're not going to slam a, a bunch of those titles into tw- into the end of 2023 and like, oh whoops, we we messed our cadence up. <laughs> We're supposed to do a big game every quarter, and do we did three or four in the in the uh, in the end of 2023. I don't think they'll do that. I think they're going to space them out. It makes better sense to space them out. It doesn't. It doesn't make good sense. It doesn't make good sense to to to, to blast a bunch of games out at the uh, at the end of this year because they already have two really really good games coming: Starfield and Forza. Three games in succession. He says Forza, Starfield, Hellblade Two. Well, that one freaked me out, Big Mo. I don't. I don't want Hellblade to be on the heels of Forza. It makes more sense for it to be avowed in light of everything we've heard. So, I man, I hope I hope that's incorrect. 
they're still trying to hire a mission director for Fable. I thought it was a level designer. Wasn't it a level designer? I saw that headline. I don't know. That again, I think, is related to the fact that I don't. I don't think Fables happen anytime soon. Stalker Two, no, no. Those guys are in a super unique situation, man. They're they're like stuck in Ukraine. Mm-mm. No. Stalker Two coming to PS Five. I've not seen anything to indicate that. I don't think that's true. I don't think Stalker 2 is coming this year. They're stuck in Ukraine. There's a lot of reasons why that game's not coming anytime soon. And it, and, and nobody should be upset about that. It, that. Like, those guys and gals can take as long as they need. Like, that that video game can come out when it's good and ready. That There's no reason to to, to harp on them or to, oh, yeah, where's this game? I, that that's There is absolutely no need for that. I don't think that game's coming out anytime soon. Can we get 40 more likes on the video? Let's push for 400 likes. We had a nice strong start today. Some some of y'all are on thin ice. When I try to talk Xbox, next time y'all come in and do that, you're you're just getting bopped. I'm not doing it. I'm not having shows sidetracked anymore. You guys are on notice. Those of you that come in and want to do that, I want to drive talking points and try to turn it into a big Sony pony fest where you make me look like I'm bashing Xbox. I know what you're doing. And the next time you do it, you're just getting a swift ban. We're going to start being a lot more strict about that because the last couple shows we've had, we've not had to get into these fights and it's been a lot more pleasant and a lot more enjoyable. So be aware of the energy you bring here because I've hit my tolerance level for it. We're on the cusp of all these great showcases. If you bring that energy during a showcase co-stream, you're done. I don't care if you got a red badge next to your name. I'm done with it. That's not the community that I'm fostering. I will not be manipulated by bad actors. We will bounce you really quick. We got we got Summer Game Fest. We got the Gorilla Directive. We got Future Game Show. We got the Xbox Showcase. We got Starfield Direct. We got UB Forward. You bring that energy to those days, and I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm I'm sick of it. You can go watch the Tribalistic Drool Fest somewhere else. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not feeding grifters clips because you want to make me beat down stupid takes. It's intentional, and I'm done with it. You're on notice. Cleaned house once because of these types of people and it made a big difference. We did. I bounced I bounced a, a super strong Sony fan who was rude and unkind to people. I bounced a couple Xbox guys that were doing the same thing. It swing that blade swings both ways. If a bunch of you Sony guys come in during the Xbox showcase and you bring that energy, you'll get snapped out of existence. I won't put up with it. I don't care which side you cheer for. I don't. That's not what we do here. That's not. This isn't some Twitter grift farm. Like, we like to have discussions and debates, but don't come in and be intentionally disruptive and tribalistic. I'm just not going to put up with it anymore. Stalker 2 is definitely not coming next year. Apparently, got hacked. Well, yeah, that didn't help. That didn't help either. Yeah, they recently got hacked and had all their stuff taken. So, it's just really unfortunate. <sighs> This is really unfortunate. I feel really bad for those guys working on that project. 
With it being two hours long, how many games do you think we will see? Well, Scott, it seemed it seemed that Aaron Greenberg it seemed that Aaron Greenberg was indicating that Starfield's included in the two hours. Okay, yo, Schism, thank you so much for becoming a member. That's what we need to see. We need to see people step up and become members on their own and not just wait for those gifteds. A lot of y'all are here every day and you enjoy the show. Commit and get involved. It's five bucks. I have not run a single ad for two hours. You'll notice that. If you're watching the past broadcast, there are ads, but it's no longer live, so it doesn't disrupt the show. We don't run ads during the live show. Consider becoming a member if you enjoy this show on the daily. It's how we do what we do. $5 from No Face Lord. I'm an admitted Sony fanboy, but I can be objective. Bad actors making spaces uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like... I'm not like I'm not. Some, I think some of y'all think I'm like you. You, know, you come in and like, yeah, this guy's really big on, so he's gonna bash Xbox. It's like no. Or you're on the other side. You're like, he's a big Sony pony. He's bashing Xbox. It's like no, no, I'm not. Like, we're just trying to have a conversation. I don't think it hurts to hear uh, one another's arguments and engage in constructive discourse. If it has to resort to name calling, then the quality of the name caller's argument must be lacking. Well, it wasn't even name-calling. It wasn't even that. It was worse than that, right? John Lineman responding to Jez Corden says, Do you have an example? Every device has its own standard it should be held to. What's impressive on a Dreamcast or a 360 could be very unimpressive on a Series S. Switch is a different class of hardware. Series S is a great machine, but often underused. Yeah, I was really confused about Jez's tweet. I retweeted it, and I was like, I, I don't understand why we're suddenly casting the Series S in this light. I, that's just not how it was marketed. I, and even Lineman's getting involved now. It's like, this is... The revisionist history on the Series S will not stand. It will not stand. It won't stand to scrutiny. It won't. Did our boy GNS get their membership? I don't know. I don't know if he's here today. I don't, th- I don't know if he did or not. I think you can make a cogent argument and still be insulting, you Sonic the Hedgehog looking mother effers. Isn't Game Fest not the Xbox show? Oh, well, there's two different things, Tactical. So, Summer Game Fest is like a week of an- a- events and announcements, right? They're like a week, uh, a week of announcements. You've got... Uh, is there an issue with that post? I'm not seeing anything negative there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're just highlighting how bad Street Fighter looks on the Series S. The Summer Game Fest, according to according to Jeff Keighley, it kicked off with the PlayStation Showcase, but I, I kind of don't think that is true. <laughs> like, PlayStation's involved. I don't think that was their involvement. I think PlayStation has some more announcements that will be... Uh, inside of Summer Game Fest kickoff. So on Wednesday, and we'll be covering this tomorrow afternoon, there is a PlayStation-sponsored Guerrilla Collective. Bunch of indie games. We're going to check it out. Then on Thursday, Summer Game Fest kicks off the opening ceremonies at 3 p.m. Eastern with Jeff Keighley, followed by uh, Devolver Digital and something else. I forget what it's called. And then on Friday, there's... 
I forget what's on Friday. There's one more thing on Friday. And then on Saturday, there's the Future Game Show. We typically like Future Game Show. We've covered it before. And then on Sunday is the Xbox Showcase, followed by the Starfield Direct. And then on Monday, it's UB Forward. After that, it's like smaller things. Uh, I know Xbox likes to do their follow-up thing. I won't be covering that. I didn't like it. It was just like really ho-hum interviews. It wasn't a showcase. I think those interviews are great, and they have their place. They don't make for a good co-stream. So we won't be... We will be probably done after UB Forward, as far as I can tell. That'll be the last thing we kind of co-stream. Game Night Live... There is no opening night live. They, they're not doing that this year. They're kicking the... They're like opening up the event on Thursday with Jeff Keeley. Yeah, I'll be streaming the Xbox show on Sunday. Yes. Everything I just listed to you, I'll be co-streaming, which is a good reason to be subscribed to the channel so that way you don't miss out on uh, on any of those uh, showcases. <clears throat> Yeah, the Capcom showcase is kind of late on Monday. I don't know if we'll um I, I, I don't I don't know if we'll be doing that. If we'll be if we'll be uh, uh it, it, that's so late in the day. I don't I don't know about that. That one's kinda that one's kinda hard to, to cover. It's at like six PM Eastern. I don't like covering things late in the day like that. I really don't. Uh, thanks for turning the info. Yeah, no problem. I think we get a release date for Pragmata at the Capcom show. We have a show today. What's today? I don't think there's anything today. Is there? No. Tomorrow, Wednesday, is the first thing. The Summer Game Fest website, I don't think, has anything for today. Unless it's something really small. Yeah, even on their website, everything starts on the 8th. The Gorilla Collective's not even on their website, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it all kicks off on the 8th at 3 p.m. with with, uh, Keeley, followed by Day of the Devs. That's Double Fine and I Am 8-Bit, followed by the Devolver Digital Gaming Extravaganza, and then on Friday is the Tribeca Games Spotlight. I don't know if we'll be covering that. And then on Saturday, there is the an indie games thing, Wholesome Direct, OTK's doing something. We'll be covering the future game show instead. Sunday, oh, I left out the PC game show. The PC game show is after the Xbox showcase. And then UB Forward's not listed on here either, but it should be. So, I tune in to hear gaming news, not hear you get triggered and argue with members or trying to sell memberships for a third show. Cool, don't come back. You're not welcome here. <sighs> How's that for being triggered? What's tomorrow? The Gorilla Collective, which is going to be an indie showcase. So tomorrow morning, I don't know what we'll do. I don't know what the lead will be tomorrow morning. We might do like a UB Forward expectations um oh wait there's a division stream tomorrow we might co-stream the division stream it's at like 10 so we'll go live at like 9 30 do the division stream at 10 and then 
after that is the uh, Gorilla Collective. I forgot that we had planned to do that. So, it takes time to make games. So, yes, three years into the generation because now the first party is ready to show what they've been doing. That's how it works. Not how it worked for PlayStation, but okay. I. <laughs> I, I don't agree with that, Mo. I think both platforms, bec- for things that were not necessarily their fault, both platforms had not the greatest launch offerings for their... Uh, they had not the greatest launch offerings for their consoles. Wait, we had a coffee order today. Did it not trigger the alert? There's a division stream tomorrow. That's what Creature said. That's what Creature said. Um, Somebody ordered some coffee, and I don't know if it triggered the alert. Did it pop up, guys? King Crab ordered some coffee mm, 15 minutes ago. I don't think it did. I do Lona, but back in the PS3 gen... Listen, I'm being fair. I think both PlayStation and Xbox had weak offerings when everything launched. If they didn't use the cart, yes, that's the catch. Wait. I, I thought if we paid for that... I thought if we paid for that, they would pop up no matter what. They still have to go through YouTube? If they skip the cart, it won't trigger? What do you mean by cart? The cart on... On YouTube, what what are they skipping? How do you, I don't know how, how do you skip the cart? Don't you have to go to the cart before you process an order, like to 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 ring out? Or are you talking about the past, like it matters today? The Xbox One launch was stellar games. Why is the Xbox Series taking so long? No, they have to go through the cart. I know. I don't know what that means, though. You said if they skip the card, it won't trigger. I, I, I don't, I don't get what that means. Docker 2's development resumed after the team had been relocated to Prague, so apparently they've been working on it since May of 2022. Uh, okay. If they add an item and then they hit checkout instead of card, it won't trigger. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, but again, being fair to both platforms, I think both platforms started out slow. They did. They didn't have the strongest like sh- shoot out of the cannon. They didn't. Demon Souls was Demon Souls remake was the launch title for the PS5. Returnal and Ratchet and Clank came months later. Like it was a slow it was a slower rollout. Xbox did noticeably worse with their rollout of first party next gen push, right? You have an email into them about it? Yeah, like I'm so sick of these companies. Like that's the th- how many times are we going to get roped into paying for something and then be like, oh, and now that you paid for it, actually, uh, it only works on Tuesdays if the lights are out. Like, give me my freaking money back. Halo Infinite was supposed to be a launch title. The sickie didn't delay that. Mismanagement caused that delay. 
Diablo 4 disables its hardest challenge. Yeah, I told you guys that game wasn't ready. I couldn't even play last night. The servers crapped the bed. They're shutting things off. They're having to disable activities. I've... Miles? I mean, Miles... <laughs> Miles isn't a launch title for the PS5. It's not a PS5 game. <laughs> it's a PS4 game. There's nothing on Miles that, that shows me all oh, that's PS5 launch title. No. Demon Souls was an X-Gen only PS5 launch title, and then he had Returnal, and then he had Ratchet. It wasn't bad, but it was slower. Xbox was noticeably worse. Right? Xbox was noticeably worse. So this idea that like, oh, now that we're three years in, yeah, this is how it works. That's not how it's worked for for PlayStation. They've been able to crank out a a lot of first party. So, again, it's this isn't about bashing, but like again, this commonly happens. So a fan of the platform says something that just isn't true and then I have to smack it down and me smacking it down sounds like I'm bashing Xbox like it's just so tiring it's just really really tiring I honestly think that I truly believe this I think Xbox fans create ponies because you frustrate people with like integrity and honesty and they slap down your nonsense and then you call them a pony it's like you're the one that made them look like a pony because you just shovel out stuff that ain't true you say things that are false series s was marketed as a 1080 box up to 1440 a literal lie a literal lie you gonna own that lie admit that you lied no you'll just move on to something else I, it just you make you turn people in you make somebody look like a pony who like I've, I've never considered myself brand loyal to one side I'm just loyal to truth and accuracy so I sniff out BS and I'm like that's not true look at this pony what what do you mean that just you're saying stuff that isn't true oh yeah we're three years in now that's how it works now and now's when we'll start to see the games what are you talking about there was supposed to be a bunch of launch titles and we didn't get them this isn't how it was supposed to be they both they both had a slow ramp up this was not this was not the intended launch of either platform redfall is the only non-cross-gen first party right like and yeah, no, that's that's a good example. It's like you guys didn't even have much first gen push. You didn't. I'm sorry, first party next gen push. Flight Sim may be their only other current gen exclusive. Wait, what is that? What is that on though? I thought that was on multiple. I thought you could get that like anywhere. Somehow they got that to run like. Oh, you can cloud game it. Sorry, my mis- No, no, no. Oh yeah, you can play it on the Xbox One, but it's cloud. It's cloud gaming. That's right. Okay, I was like, wait, I thought you could play that on the Xbox One. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're playing it through the cloud. There's a bunch of Switch titles that are exactly the same. There's Switch titles that you um you play on the cloud. You're not smacking it down. We're talking here 
aren't we the end of the ps3 gen is the start of all the first party games that came out until now now that has run out and you seen with the last yeah but that's not what you said you said that this is how it is you don't have like you basically made it sound like there aren't launch titles like that just simply isn't true we, we gotta wait three years to get launch titles that doesn't make any sense PlayStation shows the residuals have run out. I don't even know what you mean by that. I almost bought a Series X for Starfield last year. Good thing I waited. I really want Xbox to be successful like PlayStation with games, meaning more games for me and I would be happy. It's amazing how many people use psychological tactics unwittingly. Either that or they genuinely believe they understand your own thoughts better than you do. It would be comical if it wasn't so dumb. It's just tiring. The first three years of Xbox One, we got two Halo games and a Gears game. I didn't look up Forza. Microsoft has integrity and morals. That's why they have to pay $20 million for collecting children's info illegally. Yeah, they just ignored COPPA. Is ignore Kappa. I saw my favorite thing about that. <laughs> my favorite thing about Microsoft having to pay that twenty million dollar fine for for illegally obtaining miners' information. Just you know, just a super minimal thing. Not that big of a deal, right? You know, people that are acting like that's not that big of a deal are 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 truly the the intellectual giants of our time. I saw a guy say, oh, this is pocket change to them. This means nothing. While supporting the the Activision Blizzard deal. I was like, so let me get this straight. (laughs) All of the concerns that people like myself and uh, Jim Ryan and PlayStation and all these people that have concerns about what Microsoft's going to do if they acquire Activision Blizzard were like, They'll just do whatever they want. They'll just break the rules and pay the fines, right? Behavioral remedies aren't enough. We were told to shut up. We were told that we were crying and that we were desperate. And, well, Microsoft's not going to do that. Really? They they literally just ignore COPPA, the Child Online Privacy Protection Act, get fined $20 million, and you're out here peacocking like, oh, that's pocket change to them. Really? And you support a deal where apparently they can have the same attitude. Drop $70 billion on the market, acquire a percentage of the gaming global market, and then just freaking ignore behavioral remedies, commitments, anything they said, and do what? Well, they'll just pay the fine. They once again have a, have, have a pattern of behavior of being like, yeah, we're just going to ignore it. We'll just pay the fine. What was the bad behavior? COPPA, the Child Online Privacy Protection Act, pushed out rules and regulations about acquiring information from minors. It completely destroyed some YouTube channels because YouTube basically had to say, if you make content for children, we have to change the entire website the minute somebody under this age is logged in. Right? We have to change everything. We can't acquire information from them. We can't do targeted advertisements for them. We can't do any of that. We are not allowed to to get information from them. We're not allowed to. 
So YouTube had to push in all these changes, and it, it completely destroyed some channels because there there was a woman who like her entire channel was her daughter doing gymnastics. You got a minor in the videos, and you're targeting minors. So it's like you have to completely change the way the website looks to those users, which makes it really, really hard to generate money. It makes it really, really hard to get traction in the funnel and the search. I don't know how much money that is. I think that's like $25, maybe. Uh, Super Googly with 158 HK. Uh, hang on. Let me just do this in USD. Uh, oh, it's Hong, 100 Hong Kong dollars. Uh, it's, it's, it's 100 in USD. It won't, it's not converting for me. It, 20 bucks. Thank you for the $20 tip. As an owner of an RTX 4090, Xbox Series X, OLED Switch, and the PS5, I have to say that Tears of the Kingdom is a great game. It's a shame it released on the Switch. Xbox sucks, by the way. (laughs) I said this in my review of Tears of the Kingdom. I said that game is one of the biggest pieces of evidence that we need to switch to. We desperately need to switch to. Like, big time. So they were collecting tracking info on miners... For advert purposes. I'm not sure what the information uh, was for, but they didn't abide by it and they got fined. It's par for the course with Microsoft. Like, that's... <laughs> they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll just ignore. We'll ignore the rules. We'll just pay antitrust fines. That's fine. Like, Kappa? Okay, here's 20 million. Like, flexing about 20 million being pocket changed to Xbox while supporting the Xbox Activision deal, just the lack of self-awareness there. You're you're literally in support of the very thing that people are scared of. Like, oh yeah, that's pocket change. Microsoft, they just ignore the rules and do whatever they want. Let them buy 70 billion. Let's see what happens. It'll be fun. It's like, mindless. Eugene says, Mo, almost if not everything they showed at the showcase is slated to release next year. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Mo. Everything they... Are you talking about the PlayStation Showcase? Not, like, PlayStation doesn't have any games? Like, I really, really, truly think that after Xbox has been losing for so long, the slightest misstep or sign of weakness in PlayStation, you guys run too quickly to celebrate your touchdowns. And then they go review the footage, and they're like, no, it's not a touchdown. Like, (laughs) the fact that Sony has decided to show us less, and you're like, yep, they don't have any games. Wait, what? Why do you think that? If 24 Studios in active development right now, and because they've decided to limit what they show us to what's right around the corner, you conclude they don't have any games. I personally think one of the reasons they didn't show a lot of first party is because Spider-Man soaks up all the attention and they knew that it would. Spidey Spidey literally overshadows everybody. And so they're like, listen, we got to let Spidey have his moment. And then once he's out, then we can start talking about other things. They did the same thing with God of War Ragnarok, by the way. They wouldn't come out and talk about Ragnarok. They wouldn't show us any extensive gameplay. They wouldn't give us a release date until The Last of Us Part 1 uh, remake was out. And, 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 and Mo, what's funny is, I remember you specifically in my chat all year long. 
every single time something like that happened, you'd be like, yep, Ragnarok's getting delayed. Ragnarok's getting delayed. Yep, getting delayed, getting delayed. And I was like, no, 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 it's not. Developers have said they've played it. They, they say that it's on time. Like, you did the same thing with Ragnarok. You took PlayStation's marketing habits to be like, yep, it's getting delayed. And now you're saying, quote, this is you saying it, they have nothing. They, they have they have 24 studios developing projects right now and you're like nope they don't have anything what like they they launched the PSVR 2 it's coming to retailers they launched a game a first party game on the PSVR 2 they launched the DLC for Horizon Forbidden West Final Fantasy 16 is coming I know that's not first party it might as well be and then they have Spider-Man 2 and they said in a webinar, they in that webcast, they said two or more big releases a year. That's what they said. So you're looking at them and saying, oh yeah, they don't have anything. What do you mean? They're, they're making good on what they said they would do. And last year, they had even more than two big releases. They had three. They had Horizon, Gran Turismo, and God of War Ragnarok. And then they also had Stray. Now that was a timed exclusive, and it wasn't a big release, but that's like three and a half. And then this year is more like two and a half. It's like, meh, you know, lighter year for Sony. Oh, they don't have anything. They have nothing. What? They don't have anything though? What What makes you say that? I don't understand what you mean. Like, why do they not have anything? Because they didn't show anything? That's the argument. Is that because PlayStation didn't show us everything that they're working on, 24 studios are currently in development on projects right now. Sony Sony has 24 studios actively in, in, in production on projects. And because they didn't show you those things, they have nothing. So those studios aren't working on anything. There's nothing in the pipeline. There's no games coming. That's your, that's your argument. That's what you believe. You believe that. Zippy Narwhal with a $2 super chat tip. You get in the Vision Pro Day 1? I don't know. It's very, it's it's extremely expensive. What's the roadmap? No. That, I asked you a question. We know right now, we know right now, Sony is committed to two or more big releases a year. They have 24 studios in active development. And you say they have nothing. That, I'm not, we don't need a roadmap. What, what about Microsoft's roadmap? 25 games that you were supposed to have in the next 12 months, and 10 of them didn't make a... One of them launched without 60 FPS. That's basically 11 games that weren't ready. Y- you want a roadmap? Look at your own roadmap. It's a disaster. Like, be fair. Fair is fair. Oh, they didn't give us a roadmap, so therefore there's nothing. Listen... I would much rather have Sony keep their cards close to the chest, and when they give me a release date, I know I'm going to get the game on that date, as opposed to what Xbox did, which was, well, let's build confidence in the Game Pass funnel so people keep their subscription. Here's everything coming in the next 12 months, and almost half of the things promised don't make it. I don't know anything because they didn't show me. Okay. Well, currently, Star Wars and Marvel haven't shown me what they're doing in the next uh, in the next uh, five movies. Therefore, there are no movies. 
Like, but you can go and read reports about scripts, production, publishing, and know that there are movies and shows coming from Star Wars and Marvel. Well, they haven't shown me anything. They haven't given me a roadmap, so nothing's coming. I think there actually might be a roadmap for Disney and Marvel, but I'm just giving you an example of like, because, oh, I don't have a roadmap, that means it's not coming. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Microsoft has foot and mouth disease that need to get it cured. Well, at least you're willing to admit that. Listen, I can be both disappointed in PlayStation Showcase, but also say I would prefer a disappointing showcase so that when I hear about something, I know it's coming and I know it's landing on the dates you told me, as opposed to what Microsoft did. Microsoft basically encouraged their entire player base to stay on Game Pass with a litany of broken promises. Like, I would much prefer, listen, if you temper back the showcases and we start seeing things closer to when they actually release, if we start seeing shorter marketing windows, man, I'm all for that. I don't need to hear about a movie, uh, movie. I don't need to hear about a game three or four years before it comes out. You want to announce you're making it, that's fine. But like, you don't need to hype me up for three or four years. I'm tired of that. Tell me about the game within its release window. You know, 12, maybe 18 months. That's a far better marketing pipeline. What we used to get wasn't working. We would hear about things like Watch Dogs and The Division, and they would look amazing, and then they would show up three or four years later and look like crap in comparison. I'm done with that, bro. If I have to get smaller showcases or more meager showcases that lean more heavily on third party, but then when I get it, it's on time, and it's quality, and it's ready. That's far better than Microsoft giving you half of the games are broken promises and one of the games is Redfall. Like, really? And you're going to give Sony grief about no roadmap and they have nothing? What do you got? What do you got over there? Halo Infinite and revisionist history about how great Halo Infinite was and Forza and Redfall? That's all you got! You got, a, you got a line of broken promises, a roadmap that's a punchline and a bad joke, and then you're going to go to Sony and be like, they don't have anything. What do you mean they don't have anything? What are you talking about? According to who? Who, who said that? Are they canceling all their studios' projects? Are they shutting all their studios down? Yo, what's good, Donnie? 12 to 18 months max for sure. Don't want to hear anything about outside of that. Show us what's nearly here. Pulling Sony to a standard they don't hold Microsoft to. It's effing exhausting. Right, like, I can I can swing at both companies for different reasons. But, like, th- this idea that, oh, yeah, we're going to hold Sony to a standard. That what? You're not holding Microsoft to that standard. I got Game Pass. I've been playing games since the beginning of the year up until now. That's that's a that's a that's a wonderful way to 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 dodge the the issue. <laughs> that would be like saying you know, Netflix promised a bunch of shows and movies over the next 12 months and half of them didn't actually make it. And your response is, "Well, I've been watching a ton of stuff on Netflix." That has nothing to do with what I said. Netflix 
promised me a bunch of movies and a bunch of shows over the next 12 months so that I would stay subscribed and half of the items didn't show up on time I don't even know when they're going to show up and your response to that is well I've been watching stuff there's tons of stuff to watch that's that's not the issue you want to invoke this idea that well PlayStation has nothing your words not mine they don't have anything they got nothing their residuals have run out Okay, Um, they promised two or more major releases a year. We right now have it on very good authority that 24 studios are in active development. These are verifiable with press releases, job postings, and just the devs talking, right? 24 active projects, probably more than 24, but I'm just going to go with that number because that's what I saw, and I went and looked at all the studios, went and read up on all the research, and said, okay, these projects are verifiably in production that we know that that's verifiable that's facts and sony does a press conference a webinar webcast where they say two major releases or more a year and you're like they got nothing why because i watched a showcase with expectations that they were gonna they were gonna blast everybody away with first party i had those expectations too by the way and they didn't do that now i didn't walk away from that showcase and say it's time to sell my PlayStation. They don't have anything. They got no games. Nothing's coming. The future is is bleak and all is lost. I said, well, that was incredibly disappointing. They leaned way too heavily on third party. I have no idea what some of those first party games are. What the frick are you doing, Sony? What are you doing? On the heels of that webcast, what are you doing? We still don't know the answer to that question. We can theorize that Sony very intentionally gobbled up a bunch of those third-party games, put them into marketing contracts, and they're going to look real impressive to the general public. Because you have to remember, their market saturation is significantly better than Microsoft's. Like, significantly better. They're on pace to surpass the PlayStation 4. So what do they say? Hey, we're in the lead. Let's play from the front. Let's play from the front. We'll make a ton of money on these third-party games. Why would we not do... Why would they not do that? So, they make a smart business decision. They consider their global audience. We are not their target audience. We're sitting here chomping at the bit. Come on. I want to see more Wolverine. I want to see Logan. Right? I want to I wanna hear from Sucker Punch. Oh, what's the next thing from Santa Monica? Maybe Corey Barlog will be there and talk about his project. Maybe Project Awakening will be there. Ooh, Ben Studio is going to be there. Urgh. We are not the target audience. They made that crystal clear. They're like, no. PlayStation has an audience all across the globe. So they had things that were, were appealing to their Japanese and Asian market more than us. They had things that were definitely appealing to the market that enjoys indies. And they also never drew attention to the fact that, like, this is an exclusive and this is third party. They didn't draw any attention to that. Why? Because they have the lion's share of the console consumer base. And they don't need to draw attention to that. They won. Like, what people don't realize is that PlayStation showcase... That was phase two. Phase two is <laughs> we won. We, we we don't we don't have to talk about Spider Man and Wolverine and and Ghost of Tsushima two and and anything else. We don't have to do that. We won. Market saturation trajectories are well in place. We don't have to do anything. We we did that. 
Like, I don't think people understand. If you go back and look at the PlayStation 5 showcase and then look at the showcase in 2021, they stressed vision casting, right? Here's what's coming. Here's all the games coming. Why? You build that confidence. I'm going to go buy a PS5. Oh my gosh. Spider-Man 2? Wolverine? The, The PlayStation 5 announcement had 26 games that they showed. Holy frick. This is amazing. I have got to get myself a PlayStation 5. And then the trajectory and the divide between market saturation becomes so extreme, they're like, we can play from the front. Now all we do is promote third party, do two or big launches a year, and we're good, baby. Our games can cook for longer, be at higher quality, make good on their dates when they're promised. They're, we're, we're not competing. We don't got to do a big, a big game every quarter. We don't have a reason to do that. There's no reason for us to do that. We're in the lead. Andre Clay, Sony literally showed a movie trailer. That's their roadmap? Yeah, and when you... (laughs) It's so funny that people think that's a dunk. (laughs) People think the movie trailer is a dunk. It just... There's other ways to admit you're ignorant about the market. (laughs) It's like... Sony's global footprint and impact and their investment into other mediums and you're like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a movie trailer <laughs> they're like yep yeah we're into other mediums that's that's what we're doing that's how big our property is you want to look at how well the last of us did as a tv show you want to compare that to halo's tv show who's 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 implementing their property into other mediums really well and successfully it ain't xbox they're showing a movie trailer what a knee what a knee slapper huh that's their property Gran Turismo is their property when they announced the last of us TV show at the game awards everybody got really excited and then look at how popular the show was look at how popular the show was the last of us was so popular every episode not just the season every episode caused a spike in sales you want to rethink the Gran Turismo trailer? It's literally a video game movie. It's based on a video game. Who do you think their target audience is with their marketing? It? <laughs> who, do you, who do you think their target audience is when they market it? <laughs> the ga- gamers. Gran Turismo 7 was a top seller on the PS5 last month in Japan. How dare they show a trailer for a game their home country loves? Right? (laughs) Imagine! (laughs) How long that game has been out, and it was a top 5 seller in the Japanese market. Gee, I wonder why they showed a Gran Turismo 7 movie trailer. I just don't understand. It's just beyond belief. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> and I and I love how someone says this is cringe. I'm out. I know it's re- I know facts are really hard to engage with. You're just going to call it cringe and leave like some some teenager who doesn't know how to talk to a college professor. Like this is this is a facts. Like Sony is investing in a Tsushima movie, a Horizon show, a God of War show. The- <laughs> They're gonna put the trailers for the stuff in the showcases. When you think when The Last of Us Season 2 is about to come out, what are they just not gonna say anything? 
We don't want to upset all those gamers on Twitter. Ooh, they're so scary with words like cringe and hold this L, Sony. Oh, we, we, we better not upset those intellectual giants who are probably going to continue to spend money in our ecosystem anyway. We don't want to upset those people. <laughs> I think it's upsetting to realize that you don't matter. That's what I think's upsetting. <laughs> you don't matter. They don't need you. You take your PlayStation 5 down to GameStop right now and turn it in. They showed a movie trailer and they didn't show me enough first party. And they'd be like, we'll be just fine without you, bro. You can go you can go rant and rage on Twitter all you want. <laughs> Game show is for games? Yeah, but if you're a huge fan, like imagine being an enormous fan of something. I know it's hard because nobody seems to be fans of anything anymore. Everybody just likes to complain. Imagine your absolute favorite game of all time gets a TV show or a movie, right? If they did a Hellblade movie with the actress that plays Senua, dude, I would be elated. And if they showed it in an Xbox showcase, I would smack every dum-dum that's like, really? A movie trailer and a video game showcase? It's based on a video game! Yes! You don't It's it's a it's a movie based on a video game. Yes, the best place to show it is at a video game conference. Can you imagine Comic-Con? This is about comics. Why are they showing trailers for comic book movies? I came here to hear about comics. This is unconscionable. David, we're leaving. What the frick? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Cross-marketing is dumb. Her, her. <laughs> You've gotten completely derailed? No, I haven't. This is relevant. This is relevant. Listen. Taking your property into other mediums, that's coming. That's coming. Blurring the line, right? Blurring the line between these games and movies and TV shows, there's a interactive, oh, what was it? Oh, shoot. Uh, uh, Silent Hill is doing a completely interactive viewing experience coming up. I forget what it's called. Most gamers could care less about a movie when they're in game mode. Yeah, tell that to The Last of Us TV show. Yeah. Gamers didn't care about that show, sure. I'm sure it didn't cause a spike in HBO subscriptions. You're right. David, put the comic down. (laughs) David, put the comic down. We're leaving. (laughs) Like all the humanity. Comics are, 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 you know, branching out into movies and TV shows. I came here to hear about comic books. That's what you sound like. You sound crazy. <laughs> it's a video game thing after all. Yeah, and they're taking they're taking video game property and they're putting it in other places. Who do you think they're going to market that to? What who do you think the target audience is for the Gran Turismo movie? What like moms who play Candy Crush or 
people who own the PlayStation 5 and have played Gran Turismo, right? I'm just going to check my Facebook. Oh, Gran Turismo 7's coming out. Do you want to go see it, Barbara? Like, that's not the target audience either. You're the target. You might not be the target audience because, I don't know, maybe you never go see movies. But this this generally happens with conferences, right? This generally happens with Summer Game Fest, E3. E3 is no more, okay? But historically, when I would cover E3 or when I would cover events like Summer Game Fest, I remember covering Xbox showcases and getting in arguments with the audience because they'd be extra super mad about all of the indie games. Do you guys remember? ID at Xbox would do their little segment and they'd showcase all these indies and everybody would be like Resident Sleeper, this is a snooze, this is cringe, this is lame, this is dumb. And I'd be like guys, indie titles are amazing. They're having a big resurgence. They're having this big moment. And I love what ID at Xbox does. I used to get into arguments with people it's like you're never gonna watch a 90 minute showcase and be interested in every single thing in the showcase you have to remember that when you see something that doesn't interest you at all market research has dictated there's people that are interested that's why they're showing it whether it's a goofy live service game some little indie title some little anime game those games have been researched they've been they've, they've they went out and done their research and development they're like this game has a target audience so the Gran Turismo 7 movie you look at it and you're like this is the stupidest thing I ever seen and it's like okay but there's people that saw that trailer that got really excited yeah look at the Super Mario Brothers movie are you kidding me the Super Mario Brothers movie is proof that like dude There is actually, I think, a pretty high standard right now of how to take video games into other mediums. You've got The Last of Us TV show, and you have Super Mario Brothers movie. Stellar, top-shelf, great stuff. Why would we not be excited about that? Our hobby, the thing we love, is being seen by more people, generating more revenue and more money. It's being more respected. Like, imagine seeing your favorite title have some amazing reception. You know, the reception and the profitability of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Imagine that happening. That's that's amazing. That's great for you if you love that game. Do you want to know why? Yeah, the Sonic movies, exactly. They're just generating tons of money. The Witcher TV show. Let me... Do you guys... Do you guys should I tell him? I should tell him, right? I should tell him? Okay, I'm going to tell him. There's going to be a trailer for the new Witcher season at Summer Game Fest. <gasps> oh, no! It's already been announced. The Witcher TV show is going to be at Summer Game Fest. I hope you're ready. Bring your box of tissues to cry about it. (laughs) Bring a big box of tissues to cry about it. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. That one did really well also. Yeah, the Warcraft stuff, the Warcraft movie, they did nail the aesthetic. It looked pretty good, but it was garbage. No, Henry Cavill's not coming back as far as I know. I don't think he's coming back. I think that show's going to suffer because of it. 
I will cry for it, but for other reasons. Yeah, because Henry Cavill's not involved. <laughs> oh, Cavill's back for three, but Liam Hemsworth is going to be in season four. I wonder if they're going to walk that back. I wonder if they're going to walk that back, and I wonder if they can find a way to change that. Because season three, I mean, I don't know. It might convince them. It might convince them to, to walk that back. Witcher sucks. I thought people really liked it. I've not, I've not watched it. I'm too busy. My wife wouldn't like it. I can only really watch shows that she'll like because we have very little time. So we'll like watch one episode on the on the couch, right? Like we got like an hour maybe. It's like so I'm not gonna watch a show she's not interested in. The difference is the Mario movie had its own direct. It wasn't in the standard directs. Wait, the Nintendo Direct didn't show it? I swore they showed it in the Nintendo Direct. When, when was the last Nintendo Direct? When was it? They did a movie Direct. That is correct. They did a movie Direct. But I swore it was in the actual Nintendo Direct. Yeah, I'm seeing a trailer right here being attributed to the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, September of 23, Miyamoto announces the upcoming animated Mario series. Did they show it and then it had its own direct after? I know it had its own show, but they talked about it. Miyamoto announced it. I remember watching it with you guys. Or no, 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 no. We didn't watch it. We talked about it. You guys were in the Discord. I was on the phone with Creature and I was watching the direct. The first trailer was shown at the Game Awards. Super Mario Brothers movie Game Awards. Did they show it at the Game Awards? Yeah, the Game Awards had the trailer for it. I'm telling you, the Gran Turismo 7 thing is only primarily because people were already irritated. I'm telling you, that's why. We've been getting trailers for things like Mario Brothers or The Last of Us TV show. That was not out of order to show the Gran Turismo thing. It just wasn't. It was not out of order. We've been getting game trailers and show trailers at these events for a while. You guys snuck back into the 3,000 members. 3,001 members. Currently, I owe you five members i just realized what time it is i need to get everything ready for where we're gonna head i actually have a video i'm reacting to somebody this guy is claiming that the sony live service games are going to fail uh and i'm and i react to his uh, the, the article i i actually found the article to be um a little misrepresentative of live service is also it was also misrepresentative of the um the Bloomberg article about Redfall, and I just recently covered that, so it was like fresh in my mind. Uh, let's see, play PlayStation, and then we'll debrief with members. So if you want to become a member, now's the time, or you might get a gifted member in the premiere. I gift them over there. PlayStation Live service will fail. Uh, debrief. I, I found the logic in the article to be pretty lacking. Um, s- what should we? The Last of Us. Part one. Let me change the thumbnail. There we go. Okay. Customization. Redirect it back to this. Uh, visibility. Let's do it at. Can we? Can we go for? 
It's going to be really tight if we go for it. 12 more minutes? More minutes? No, that'll be fine. We can go for 12 more minutes. So we can put it at 12.30, which means this member stream will be at 12.45. Done. Do I play live service games? Yeah, I do. I played Destiny for a very, very long time. I've been playing Diablo 4. Um, I played Diablo 3 Seasonal Grind for a while. Uh, I've, I've, uh, I played Anthem and Division and Division 2. Uh, let's see here. Their live service will fail. What game are you putting it in? What game did you decide to put it in? I decided to put it in The Last of Us 2. You put it in Spider-Man 2. That's fine. Visibility. Uh, we're going to schedule it for today at 12.30 as a premiere and then we're going to redirect to the members only after and that is in 11 minutes so you guys have 11 minutes if you want to get to 50 members and try to bounce back uh, to 3,500 you guys have to think of something that you want for 3,500 members because I don't want to do another Just Dance stream I was wanting to do a um Beat Saber stream, which you guys said that I, I shouldn't be able to enjoy it. So, all right, I'm going to schedule that. You dabbled in Sea of Thieves? I did. I dabbled in Sea of Thieves. I really wanted Sea of Thieves to just give me a PvE option because I wanted to play that with my wife and just chill. And you can't really chill in that game. It's, you know, it can get kind of intense, and that's just not what I like in the evenings for gaming. <coughs> Excuse me. John always with a five spot. Wasn't the Halo TV show officially announced at an Xbox reveal? I tried to find that, John, always. I do. I think it was. I think it was. Just, you know, another double standard of, oh, we'll get really, we'll give Sony a bunch of grief for promoting a movie, but, you know, I'm fairly certain that they announced the uh, the, the Halo show at a showcase. Pretty sure. Fortnite Season 3 Wilds update will premiere at the Summer Game Fest. Nice. Another steak with ketchup. I don't know if we want to do another steak with ketchup stream. That was that was that was like a good one-time thing, right? Beat Saber dressed as Princess Leia. I could do an outfit for Beat Saber, but I ain't doing Princess Leia. I'm not doing that. That's um It was one thing to do like a goofy outfit for Just Dance, but I'm not going to dress up as like a female character. That doesn't that doesn't sound like something I would enjoy. Announcing a game and showing a whole trailer are two completely di- are two different things. I'm not sure what you mean. Is there any showcase tomorrow? There is a division show tomorrow morning that will be will be co-streaming. And then there is a PlayStation-sponsored Guerrilla Guerrilla Collective that'll be a bunch of indie games. So. The real question is, which Leia? No, I'm not going to dress up as Jar Jar Binks. Beat Saber wearing any Starfleet uniform? I mean, I think it'd be pretty funny to dress up as Luke Skywalker or something and play Beat Saber if that's what you guys want. I don't know though. I you you guys are gonna have to go hard this week to get that thirty five hundred. And I know when we have a show open like we did, where we get bogged down into just fandom idiocy about the series S. I know it's hard to gift members because you're like, 
especially when you see members like literally insulting me right there are definitely have been some hate watch freeloaders that have picked up memberships and then they kind of sit there and they wait and then they finally decide to say something and when they do you know it's like oh well, we don't want this person in our community uh specter we had a sophisticated yet cool model best-selling sun clip collection Ooh. There's a new pair uh, of Gamer Advantage glasses coming. I'll have to see if I can get them to send me a pair. Ooh. 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 Let me hit up my guy. 5,000 members equals limited time run of Dad Gummit Reforge brand gum. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. Deckard Cain Beat Saber. <laughs> uh, when is this coming out? Oh, please refrain from posting about the launch until it has been announced on Wednesday. Oops. That's all the way at the bottom. Oh, well. <laughs> Whoops. <clears throat> Bounce City Gum, Reforge brand gum sounds interesting. I'm not gonna. Be, I'm not gonna get into that. That's that's not something that we're gonna do. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Ah. Uh. You had one job. Well, it's tomorrow. So maybe you guys could, a bunch of you could use my code and buy a bunch of glasses tomorrow and then I'll have a strong reason to get some sent. Um, okay. Dad gum for coffee breath. Lono wearing a Reforge roast bag costume playing Beat Saber. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do. You guys hit 3,500, and we'll come up We'll come up with a, with a costume. We'll think of something, because I, I think Beat Saber would be fun, but then, you know, make me wear something is, is a good incentive. Mm-mm-mm. Please don't sell your soul like that. Let's go with Skywalker. I'll watch you. But Okraz, I think. Yeah, like, I'm not really into the whole, like, you pay a bunch of money and I'll dress up like a woman. Like, I, it was funny to put on the headband and the wristband and the do just dance. I, I think that's in a in a certain comedic lane that I'm comfortable with. I That's not something I'm going to do. I'm not going to dress up like a woman. That's not... <laughs> That's not a that's not a thing that we're gonna be doing here. You know, four thousand for the beard shave—that's pretty extreme. Like, I, my beard, my face hasn't been shaved in 
18 years, I think. I've, I've had a beard for a very long time. I went down to a mustache for a while, but still. <clears throat> Wait, Raptor, did you, when did you gift that member? Was that recent? It's about to fall off the top. Oh, DK Baker. I didn't shout that out. DK Baker gifted a member. You guys are 15 away from 50. You guys could easily hit 50 before we roll over. We're going to need some padding. You guys got about four minutes. If you want to try to grab that last 15, I will owe you 10. Currently, I'm going to get five members in the premiere. I do it in the premiere because it gives you the maximum amount of time uh, to, to ratchet up as many gifteds as you can get. Let me switch this. We're getting ready to switch to the premiere of this guy arguing that PlayStation Live service games will fail. Is Madam shaving your beard? No, huh? Wish I could grow a beard. What's your secret? I, it's genetic. I don't have any control over it. These member requests always make me think of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beat Saber as the cow enemies from the cow level of Diablo 2. One of the blow-up dinosaur costumes? I wouldn't be able to wear that and do Beat Saber. That wouldn't work. Dress up as creature? What? No. Secret is testosterone? Yeah, but it's 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 also got to be in the right way. Like some people can't grow a beard, but they like have like hairy. You know, usually if you have hairy arms and like back and leg and chest, you'll have a beard. But sometimes no. Um, we hit 4K, get the beard shave and beat saber together, and you have him with the bald cap, paint himself blue to be in the blue man group. <laughs> Listen, you guys start you guys count your chickens before they're hatched. You got the 3800 members. And then we ran out of steam. You got to you got to get it all the way back up again, right? Play the original Destiny. I don't think we're going to be doing that. You guys got to get it all the way back up again. You're at 3000 even, okay? You got you're going to have to push this week, right? You probably would have had a big push today, but we have bad actors that like to come in and mess with the show thankfully we sidelined them after about 20 minutes and i think we still had a great show but we got to be we got to be cautious about that going forward when those folks come in i'm just going to start bopping them and i don't care if they go whine and complain on twitter I'd, i'd rather protect the show you know and the conversation i don't think he can grow eight inches and i doubt he's going to do a shirtless stream oh yeah i'm very much not going to do a shirtless stream yeah i'm not going to do that kind of content either Play Destiny 3? No. Uh Uh-uh. No. I don't have any interest in that property or that company, so. Alright, I'm gonna put a link in chat. 
Now, it's also going to redirect you, okay? When we get over to this video, make sure and smash the like button. If you haven't hit like on this video yet, we only need about 60 more likes to hit 500. If you haven't been doing that, make sure and do that. This video that we're about to go to is about Sony live service games are going to fail. I reacted to a guy's article. I don't think it's a particularly well-written article. I take him to task for, I think, you know, pretty bad argumentation. I also don't think he represents the Bloomberg article that well. If you're a member, we'll debrief after. So everybody can go watch this premiere. If you go watch this premiere, I will be gifting five members over there. I give you guys until the last minute to hit these goals. So let's head over there and uh, appreciate you guys so, so much. I'll see you over there in the chat.